0: You lying here next to me. Oh my group.
1: You have an no idea how to feel. My hands just walk in. Steven, mm-hmm. uh I don't know if you heard earlier this week. Maybe you did, I don't know. Uh, probably has no bearing on way. You don't know Still the same old G. You've been low key. <laughs> Part of the Time Variance Authority. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: unrelated <laughs> well, really to
1: Dr. Dre, but. Um, Perfect. Uh, that one of the uh, the former members of my favorite band Slipknot, Joey Jordison, passed away earlier this week. I heard um, about that. He's yeah. he's my uh, my favorite drummer, mm. and uh, you know it was a it was a big one. You know it was uh, a yeah. to me. You know he left the band a few years back, like maybe what 2012, 2013, something like that. Mm. Okay. Uh, it's check notes. Been a while, um, mm. and he's he's been been out of the band, but. Um, uh, you know, I still like his drumming and everything, but yeah, yeah. he he uh, he was a, a big figure for me growing up. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, so it was like a, uh, it was sad to hear of his passing It was unexpected. Totally. Yeah. He, he hadn't been in the, the news or anything. Um, mm. He had like two other bands that he played in after Slipknot, but uh, they'd been mostly silent. And uh, I checked his like Twitter after, you know, hearing the news and everything just to see if he had said anything like leading up to it or whatever, and he, his last tweet was like back in 2018 or something oh, like wow. that. Um, it was rumored that he had health issues, and uh, that was also rumored to be one of the reasons why he was no longer in the band. I don't know. Huh. But um, yeah, I guess there was a, a situation. Um, but it was, uh, I guess it was just like complications from like whatever condition he had. Hmm. So i will see. He was 46, I think, when Damn. he passed. So, yeah, that's like I'm not too far away from that number myself. So a little, um, yeah, it too really close takes to home. yeah it takes things mm-hmm. into perspective there. But for sure, um, also recently it was revealed that Mark Hoppus, the bass player totally. and, and vocalist Fuck. from Blink 182, has cancer. Yeah, and like he's going through trying to um, deal with that. I, mm-hmm. I guess he's been going through treatment and everything. But like. Yeah, yeah. I'm at the stage in my life where like all these band members of bands that I've grown up with and and have enjoyed and have been like a, a building block of my pop culture like tastes mm-hmm. are you know they're they're getting up there in age and they're going through these um, these I guess diseases or or um, yeah illnesses or whatever illnesses right? that, life yeah. that affect people as they live long enough to to go through them so it's like this next stage in realizing that mm-hmm. I too am getting older. Like I'm, I'm a very immature person. People have heard this show, so I uh, I, yeah. I think of myself you know as like fair, fairly young, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm surrounded by like comic books and 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 you know figures in my office that I record in here, mm-hmm. but you know I am you know nearing uh, four decades on this planet, mm-hmm. and uh, so this is just a, another. Uh, Another way of seeing that, like, oh, I'm getting older and, you know, seeing these these musical heroes of mine, you know, getting up there and having to deal with these illnesses and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know that I'm next on the chopping block, essentially. (laughs) Right. That's that's the next thing for me. So now I'm just like in this like loading zone of like, Mm -hmm. I guess I'll just hang out here for a bit and see what physical ailment starts afflicting me. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I feel I made it through COVID, but that's just like, oh, well, buddy, that was mm-hmm. just uh, that was just the entry gate to this nightmare reality you're getting ready to wade into, <laughs> you know? It's possible that I already got something. I don't even know. I know. That I have it, you know? That's true. Mm-hmm. You never Two know. Two buttholes, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But spoilers, second butthole hidden on my body. I don't know where it is. I still can't find it.
2: I've been looking for years. It's in my lungs. <gasps> mm-hmm. That's, That's why I smell not good for all your the health. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the doctor's going to tell you. I, mm-hmm. I do think that you're <laughs> saying, though... <laughs> the doctor's going to be like, it's probably not good. I'm <laughs> going to say, never seen it before, mm-hmm. not looking great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not looking great. But doctor's going to be famous. That's kind of yes, cool. Writing it, writing it up, you know. And it's all worth it for their fame. Mm-hmm. And maybe the doctor's name will be Brent. Oh, my God. And maybe he will be the one to elevate the Brents of the world
1: through your Hold death. on, hold up, hold up. Plot twist. Mm-hmm. This Dr. Brent is a she. <gasps> I love it. She will be the greatest Brent of oh, all time. Man, that really makes a lot of sense. One Brent sacrificing another mm-hmm. too much, because I imagine she kills me for the, the fame. Oh, uh, okay, not, I like that. You know, there are levels, right? People mm-hmm. are complicated, so. <laughs> People are complicated. What, do you get, yeah. what can you yeah, what, what can you do? <laughs> no one's. No, it's perfect.
2: <laughs> I do think I've, I've noticed this lately too, with just not even people dying or getting like illnesses and stuff. Mark mm-hmm. Hoppus was a big one. I, I found out about the other day that was like, yeah, whoa, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's what's like, what's his age again? It's like, come on, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, uh, him, and, and just in general or whatever, like seeing seeing people just get older. Like you're you're the people you grew up watching or whatever. Um, like I think it's something something to say about pop culture, like the stuff that you grew up with. That really when you see those people age, that's mm-hmm. what makes me feel more older than I really am. Like, yeah, because I I I like you, I also still feel pretty young. Um, but when I think about like when I was a teenager and I thought of someone being close to 40, I'd be like, oh, that's an old fuck. But I don't feel yeah. that way now. Right. Mm-hmm. But when I see people our age are a little bit older, go through these things or just look older, like getting gray mm-hmm. hair and stuff. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm like them. Or I'm just behind them. And it is like a a way to kind of gauge it. It kind of helps and hurts like you kind of figure it out. You're placing it almost, you know, like Mm -hmm. because I don't I obviously I avoid mirrors because I'm a hideous, ugly person. Well, I thought you were a vampire. Well, Brent, I wasn't going to reveal that Mm -hmm. for at least a few episodes. Um, Yes. (laughs) A
1: few. Okay, I jumped the gun by a few episodes. (laughs) I was planning on 208.
2: (laughs) But we'll just do it now Alright I am a vampire So I do avoid So I don't see how young I guess I'm staying Because mm-hmm. I'm a vampire So I don't I'm not even going to die So really this conversation is about you Because mm-hmm. I'm Obviously going to live for a long time mm-hmm. My favorite um, mm-hmm. I really look forward to <laughs> To hundreds of years of this It's great yeah. um, <laughs> It just got real <laughs> You know, I was talking to my mom recently and uh, they had visited down here. We were talking about like, uh, I don't know what it was, like some p- preview came on for some sort of like apocalyptic movie or mo- mm-hmm. movie yeah, or something. Mate. And uh, um, she was like, I don't know about you, but uh, something like that happened. I don't think I'd want to be around for it. Like we were talking about mm-hmm. like zombies and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, like I don't want to be one of the people that survives. That sounds awful. Yeah, I, uh, saying, you know, I look around a normal life mm-hmm. right now is like pretty shitty you know yeah, we, yeah got COVID, know. we got climate change we got all this uh-huh. shit going on you know mm-hmm. i don't want to live for 100 years Ugh. sounds awful. Mm-hmm. yeah but anyway um back to you i hope you live <laughs> uh, question mark <laughs> uh but it it is like a weird realization
1: to where mm. where i am at in my life right now i'm closer to the age of 50 than i am to the age of like 21 mm. so <clears> even though <throat> oh, i that's feel we'll look young, at. shit um and I'm uh-huh. like, oh yeah, let's go party. I'm like, let's party till like nine thirty.
2: <laughs> yeah, like uh, you guys are coming into town soon, and I was like, we yep. could have a rager. And your mm-hmm. wife was like, I don't know, we're traveling really fast around that. Like, mm-hmm. and I in my head, I was like, I didn't mean it either. Like, I don't want to fucking do that at all. Yeah. That sounds
1: awful. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> let's let's party till like eight. Have a sensible <clears throat> dinner. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh yeah. You know, the four of us cuddle up on a couch,
2: Mm -hmm. watch a romantic comedy, fall
1: asleep to it. Sounds wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. It's great. Just a nice evening. Maybe we'll take up knitting. I don't know. Something quiet. You know, guys, we too are young. So (laughs)
1: we're just as groovy as you are. So let's all relax. Let's all take it into perspective. Everybody parties just a little bit differently. Yeah. Do I like to get up and I'm like, do I wake up a rooster? In mm-hmm. the mornings. Yes. I'm just like Rooster, let's fucking party. Full Sounds cocked.
2: Do what? Full cocked? Full co- Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You just are you saying you wake up a raging boners? I don't
1: Oh no, I just like I get up so early that I have to wake up a rooster who wakes up the rest of oh, humanity wow, that's essentially. True. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I may I make it watch doodle
2: Oh. Mm-hmm. Shaw's a clear. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> it was, yeah, um, yeah. You, uh, I, me too. I mean, like, I like to wake up earlier now. You know, mm. and if you go to bed too late, it makes that difficult. And then yeah. you're groggy, and you don't want that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I just want to get up and enjoy the sunshine. You can enjoy some coffee. I can enjoy Coca Cola because I'm still young. I can I can drink that in the morning. It's totally fine. Of I'm not. I have fi- no health issues, guys. That's that's true. That's very that's true. No health issues. Um, talking about they
1: it. used to prescribe my like, Coca-Cola for <laughs> health reason. You don't know. Do your own research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What time is it? 11 p.m.? It's not even time to get up to get ready to go out. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that sounds awful. My wife and I, we uh, we went out to eat last night, mm-hmm. and on our way home, it was like... Uh, we went to like dinner and then we went to a separate place to get dessert. And on our way back, it was like, I don't know, nine 30 or whatever. And we were having a conversation and I was like, you realize that people are, are just now starting to get ready to go out crazy. And, and my whole evening is ruined at this point. Like my, my guts are so full <laughs> that I cannot even like function. Like I can feel yeah. my brain starting to shut down parts of my like thought mm. process. I'm I'm in full reptile lizard brain mode to mm. get home just so I can like change clothes. Get and on your sit on land. the couch. Get in your heat yeah. rock. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Then, yeah, crawl up there, <laughs> eat my bowl of crickets. Yeah. As a, <laughs> breed <laughs> bedtime snack, you know?
2: hmm I mean you're and full, just, but
1: yeah. You still want your crickets. Just sit there and watch the Olympics, you know? Mm. That's that's all my brain can handle at this mm-hmm. point for and sure. People in other parts of my town are just like getting dolled up to go punch their fist in the air at a club. Ugh. Yeah. It sounds awful. And like stumble around and shit.
2: I'm just yeah. like, I just, you can't. I, I tell you what, um, I mean, since COVID started, you know, and then like everything was like shut down for a long time. And then eventually it was like, Oh, well. We'll go back out and do things. And like at this point, I'm like, no, that doesn't even sound fun. (laughs) Not not even because of COVID, just because of uh, there's people there. (laughs) Yeah. Ugh. Mm -hmm. It's it's not my jam anymore, especially at Mm -hmm. clubs. That was never my jam. Mm -hmm. They never played my jam, which is just weird. All Yankovic songs. They never play them. (laughs) You know, so I'm like, I'm not in here. I'm going to my own club at home. Club Steven. Mm -hmm. Club Club Steven. (laughs) Where it's just one person and I love it. (laughs) And I'm my and own it's DJ, you and you're the bouncer.
1: Uh, so there's literally nobody in the I club. Will it's just throw you standing outside out. of it. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't let it. I have a velvet rope. Uh huh. Not even my wife can come in. Yeah, that's right. Because mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. that VIP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the only way to every, play it. Every once in a while,
1: you're standing there, like she's facing you. You're like looking at your your watch and your clipboard, <laughs> and then you like look inside the club. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he's still he's still dancing in there. I don't. <laughs> it's, it's probably gonna be a minute. So. Yeah, she wouldn't Mm -hmm. wait. Yeah. She'd be like,
2: this is a stupid exercise. I'm going in the room. You from out of town, or what's (laughs) up? Uh, uh, She, and the thing is, I have to admit, though, my wife, you know, like if if you're at a club, at least in the movies, because that's the most clubs I've ever gone to, is the movie clubs, uh, Mm -hmm. you let the hot ladies in. So, my wife would get in. Yeah. You know, guaranteed. Yeah. but you'd have to swap one for one, so you would be outside. Of I it, would be just actually like out. Inside. I would be the bouncer holding myself back. <laughs> you can't go in, sir. Yeah, she's having a good time. I don't. I don't peer back and just look at her, and she'd be like, ooh, ooh. and I'd be like, damn, that looks fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd be in like those
1: pitch meeting YouTube videos where you're mm. like the bouncer, but you're also the guy trying yeah. to get in the club. Yeah. You're just like talking to yourself, <laughs> running back and forth. You like yeah. swap outfits and everything.
2: But oh yeah. man, yeah, outfit change is really good. Mm-hmm. if you can do that i get one of those shirts that's like have you seen in like the sequence but they like spell out different things if you go like up or down oh yeah like the pillows oh, you know yeah, i get one yeah. of those like but it says like bouncer uh, and then it says like loser yeah you and i gotta mm-hmm. like wait outside you know like a mm-hmm. loser oh
1: yeah that's oh that's good play. that's a excellent solve for mm-hmm. that situ- uh, situation
2: you <laughs> just like Arm up, bouncer. Arm down. Yeah, loser. Love it. Love Ooh, man, it. Man, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Uh, on that note, I think we should just jump into the show because we had a lot to talk about today. So, what do you say? We're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Hi. <laughs> great. This is gonna be good.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah that mm. that sigh kind of says it all. Oh yeah. Being honest, uh, we we announced on the previous episode. What we're doing for this episode, and Uh we've done it, Steven. You did it like Mm. way earlier on. You had to, you had to, you got to rip the band aid off sometimes, you know. But today on the podcast, we're discussing two, two, two (laughs) DCEU (laughs) films. The first being 2016's Suicide Squad, Mm. no, the totally different, (laughs) totally different. Um, and then also 2020's.
2: Birds of Prey, that was wild. First right. off, I looked mm-hmm. up the date; it was released to like late January, 2020. Yep. I was like, "What mm-hmm. the fuck?" Uh huh. And then it mm-hmm. said that it was, it lost its second week; it dropped like forty and eight percent viewing in theaters because because mm-hmm. of Sonic the Hedgehog. And I was like, "Oh, that's right; that also came out." Mm-hmm. Britt and I talked but, about that. That's crazy.
1: It, it's so funny that when I think of early 2020, Sonic the Hedgehog is the only movie I think of. That's yeah.
2: Ever you since know what, you what I said, said? It yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> wild. It just like engulfed everything else because that was like the most fun it was yeah. like a pick-me-up that people needed like mm-hmm. people were uh impressed with the quality of it yeah as was i you know like it was totally. just uh, it was enjoyable i'm glad they changed the character design Ugh. and it fixed everything and made everything better and there's no complaints after that yeah um so yeah we're talking about these two movies uh can we talk about Sonic the hedgehog instead we should probably I would, just do that you know I'd what a lot i don't think we fun. ever did a deep dive episode on sonic the hedgehog right so oh, maybe we, we can uh, dovetail back to that oh, at man, some love point it. uh the sequel is coming up i'm very much looking forward to it mm-hmm. yeah for sure Tails is gonna be in it <sighs> what more do you need
2: seriously i'm like way more excited about this than these two fucking movies <laughs> <laughs> i'm way more excited at the announcement of that sequel uh-huh than watching these movies same same anyway they um, were great before <laughs> we'll get into it.
1: that's how excited he is <laughs> yeah. so um there there are a couple other things I want to mention before we mm-hmm. get into this wonderful d c e u talk that we're going to have today. um a couple of things uh first is I was recently on an episode of the True Criminals podcast. It's going to come out mm. later this week, I believe, on Thursday, is what Eric has told me, Eric, Eric being one of the uh, the co-hosts of that show. Um, so I was on there with uh, both Eric and, and Scotty. They're the mm-hmm. two co-hosts. Uh, so it was the three of us, plus they had another returning guest, Blinky. Oh, okay. all, all of their, uh, their guests have... Um, uh, it's anonymous so their uh their names are usually derived from classic Mm -hmm. video game characters so uh blinky as in uh i guess the pac-man ghost right Mm -hmm. so it was the four of us on there and eric had let me know a couple of weeks prior he's like hey do you want to come on and be on there with with blinky and uh we'll have a conversation about this uh court case that happened in texas i was like Mm. sure because i you know I'm a shill for our own show, and I like to talk a lot, so Mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, yeah, I I, I won't turn that down. So, uh, But I don't know why I was on this (laughs) show, because I was like, uh, I feel like normally when they do their show, and it's just Mm. three people, they handle it perfectly, so...
2: I was like going to turn it down, but also I didn't know like, what my role would be. You're like, I am extra. I don't know why I'm any good for this, but mm-hmm. I will show up for it and ruin your show. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, spoilers, I did. So um, we recorded for about two hours. Oh. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. So it's just like classic LTAS yeah, timing, it's right? It's like our size. Uh-huh. So uh, we had a nice conversation about a court case that happened there in uh, Texas. They live, uh, or I don't know if Scott does, but... Um, Eric lives in Dallas, okay. or a, a, an adjacent neighborhood of, of mm-hmm. Dallas, right? So um, he was telling me about this, and they got into the, the details of it, and I asked some questions and, and whatnot, and uh, had a good, fun time. Mm-hmm. After everything was done, Eric said that he was going to trim down the episode. I was just like, oh, okay, just like normal, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, any Skype issues or whatever. Um, he's like, no, i got to trim this down to like 45 minutes. I'm like, what? Lacroix? how and why yeah i'm like are you planning for this to air on nbc like during the olympics like what why just put it out there as is he's like i can't have my <clears throat> listeners listen to an episode that long i'm like i sure you can we because do it all the time 100 well, percent maybe like, two hours something. is a minimum for us <laughs> yeah. you know
2: especially then. like two to a movie episode like today yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: so uh yeah
1: somehow he's gonna edit it down wow um, well, kudos i I told him, release the Snyder Cut of this thing, Mm but, you know... Release me. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't don't know uh, if that will ever happen, but, you Mm. know, whatever episode uh, editing he does is, uh, obviously, it's it's his show and he's uh, able to do as he pleases. However, I do Uh, think there was a lot of good stuff in there, so man what I, if, I, it's it's quite possible that i'm not in the episode at all I, that's what i'm
2: wondering yeah, <laughs> yeah. what have you what if you listened to it at all it is just like and brent's with us and you're like or yoshi is that did you stick with yoshi yeah. uh yeah but
1: they they fumbled my name a couple of times oh, which okay. is fine like i, I
2: you know you, you I, are, I yeah, didn't even, yeah it's, but then yeah you they're just like and, and yoshi's with us and you're like hi and that's mm-hmm. like the extent of your <laughs> you're guesting on that episode he's like i mm-hmm. just cut out most of brent i got out yeah. 45 minutes pretty quick actually yeah. not really filled the rest of that time we didn't need any of it you know? Yeah, he
1: just like re asked all my questions because oh, there was yeah. there were a lot of times where I would just like meander a bit to like set up a thing and then mm-hmm. ask the question, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> look, I'm just trying to make people laugh, you know?
2: I don't, I don't <laughs> I'm care if I'm asking a real it. question. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> yeah. all I need
1: to be attention. <laughs> hey, look at me, look at me. I need
2: attention. Well, that's so, cool. Yeah, that, cool you back on there. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that episode is allegedly coming out later this week on thursday from what i understand so and he's editing go, all
2: that down in one week
1: yeah, it has been yeah wow. i guess so so uh yeah good you luck know. to you look i mean to be fair we we well that's true okay <laughs> i just had a conversation with myself <laughs> i was like well we added an episode in like inside of two days i'm like oh yeah but when we edit yeah, an we episode yeah. wink it's like not editing stuff oh. out it's just
2: like moving stuff around essentially <laughs> yeah pretty so, much yeah
1: we moved the front to the back and now it's the butt.
2: Okay. Like, like, I feel like if you, if you wanted to edit something down from two hours to 45 minutes, you definitely have to listen to that like a few times mm-hmm. as you're like figuring out what can stay and go and like how to make that story work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's why we just do what we do. And we just say like, we're going to tag some music on there mm-hmm. and we're going to remove some coughs and some ums, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I uh, just put it out in the world, you know? Okay. I feel like we do a good job of just
1: acknowledging, oh, I just coughed. Well, no, we don't have to enter that yeah. Out. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's kinda true. That's kinda yeah. true. Well, I, I feel like we listen to this show, mm-hmm. so there's almost zero pressure to uh, put it out the there, thing. you know. Yeah, yeah, that's why we keep it the way we do. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the listeners we have, we thank mm-hmm. them for listening, uh, but we don't yeah. we don't want to force it. And no. sometimes we actively root against ourselves, maybe you could say Oh yeah, most of the time, most I would say. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: yeah. just our brand. I mean, it's not like this is Erie International where I've been on that show before and David's been like, okay, so uh, this episode will go up in, I don't know, probably a couple hours. So, Oh, wow. Just FYI. I'm like, damn.
2: Holy That's shit. That's okay. fast.
1: Yeah, that is super quick. Yeah. But I think super they just quick? record through like Skype or whatever. So oh yeah, it's all Kinda it's all of in there. Don't have the separate tracks and everything, but
2: yeah, uh, we do make it yeah. harder on ourselves too. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, hopefully the quality's there. I don't know, not in the content, but in the actual like listening, the, the audio, the yeah. audio, maybe, yeah. maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm.
1: and maybe. sometimes. Uh, GarageBand is like, oh, I'm not fucking recording this. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna delete this shit. Yeah, you don't need this. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm purging this, this for my battles. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> like a friend that you haven't seen in a long time. They're like, hey, are you uh, still doing the podcast? And I'm like, well, I guess you could probably check, but uh, uh, yeah, interesting. It's clearly don't you don't listen. <laughs> yeah. I I uh, <laughs> so yeah, two uh, criminals. Uh Check it out. It's on uh, all your favorite um, podcasting apps. Sweet. Um, later this week, I'll be on there. Um, and it's probably just like a 12-minute episode, I guess, at this point. I don't know. Oh, wow, that'd uh, be amazing. Release that Snyder Cut, Eric. Um, secondly, uh, our friends over at um, Life, I guess. Mm. Um, it's true. Wow. I'm trying to to it. pull this up. Uh, oh, boy. I just pulled up the uh, the disappointed Stephen uh, picture from the outtakes. That's the mm. uh, the last picture I took. Um, but no, our friend uh, Mitch over at the Terror Table, Mitch Oliver, has a Kickstarter that he's doing with his friend Jesse Sawitski a.k.a. Jambi, from Vine Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've got a Kickstarter out for a uh, a short horror film they're doing called The Druid's Hand. Oh, so cool. Look. I love the little hand that they drew. Oh, my God. With the cross-finger yeah. thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was rad. It's spectacular. Mm-hmm. I love that design. Oh, I, I know, me too. I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm about about it because mm-hmm. I got to have that shirt. It just yeah. looks good. It's, it's, it's just perfect. This is just a great mm-hmm. design. Um, I'll be honest with you. I have not looked into what this short <laughs> film is about. <laughs> I don't, need don't to, yeah. know. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to help out my friends. Uh-huh. So that's what I did. I, I tossed some money their way. Now, here's the important thing to note. This has been going on for about a <laughs> month at this point. So the, the Kickstarter is over today, today. as this, this podcast is coming out. So, if you are Doc Brown, and you have a DeLorean, mm. and able to travel back in time to help pledge to this Kickstarter, which has already surpassed its goal. Oh yeah, um, that's really cool with them, but... That is cool, yeah. They can still use um, more money, though. Yeah, absolutely. Make it even better. You know? um, if anything, you might hit up Jesse and Mitch, and just be like, hey, can I like cash app you some Skrilla, you know, just mm-hmm. like whatever. You know, that's always an option as well. But the point is that we want to acknowledge it and then also say, sorry, we did not mention it earlier. Yeah. However, nobody listens to this show except maybe Mitch. I know. So what, are you just going to pledge to your
2: own Kickstarter? <laughs> come on, Mitch. I mean, come on. Come on. The, the money's going right back to you, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still, I actually need to donate to this as well. I've been meaning to. Uh, I've had some life stuff go on. The last yeah. month, you might say. Some uh, might say but yes. I, every, yeah, I, every time yeah. I I like I follow them and on, you know, social media and stuff and I follow the Druids hand on social media. So it pops up like mm-hmm. every day and I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta mm-hmm. go do that. I gotta go do that. Um I'm very glad mm-hmm. that they hit their goal like I think in like twenty four hours or something. It was uh, it was quick, yeah. It was like, right mm-hmm. away, which is awesome. But uh they've been so gracious to people and 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 asking for you know anything that people want to give just to help mm-hmm. them make it even better they 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 have some stretch goals they've been doing mm-hmm. and stuff but um, i really want to get in there and get something too i thought about a coffee mug but then it said they they're not shipping those internationally cuz they're they're like fragile and i was like oh, yeah. i only wanted to co- i don't even drink coffee or tea or anything like that i barely mm-hmm. ever use them but i i had one from you with your super cute comic years ago yeah and i loved that coffee mug i would eat ice cream out of it cuz yeah, i do what happened before. to it I, I, mm. I feel like someone Near
1: you, uh, just spiked it on the ground. Yeah, in a one day, rage, at
2: one point. Yeah, and afterwards she was like, "It was my cup," and I was like, "No, it wasn't. It was my cup." <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous. That's anyway, what happens
1: when you put the color pink on a on a mug. You I know? know, women,
2: Wh- ladies, stay out of the kitchen. <laughs> I've been saying that for years. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Gosh, it's like it's our domain. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I need to make for so me frittata. to wander in there.
1: I'd be like. How do I put any of this together? I'm just going to eat as cereal mm-hmm. for dinner. Mm. Out of this mm. mug. That's right. That's right. Maybe. How do you, you know? put coffee in this? I'm just going to put and Crunch in there. You're going to and Crunch coffee? Yeah. Mm. that That'd be good, right? You would try that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd probably You would, you try dirty it. dog. Okay. Oh my god, if, you. you fucking I, get in there. <laughs> oh, <gonna> I get this. <laughs> I'm gonna get this crunch all fucking
2: soggy. <laughs> soggy with coffee. Oh, right. yeah. What if you blended it together so you made like a fruity coffee concoction but it was like a little mm. thicker you know but you could like slurp it down that way what do you think it's like a meal and a drink in one uh, you know what it would get like too um it would
1: just get it would just become like squishy goo at that point you don't like you squishy know? goo
2: no can you imagine no. the color of that thing mean, with those colors and the coffee mixed together oh my god no that would just they would does it sound appetizing not no? No, you microwave not it afterwards even... and it makes like a <laughs> loaf you're like mm. are you are you trying to get me to
1: fuck this thing or do you fuck loaves well moving on so they the they druid's hand uh, <laughs> if, if you catch this in time go yeah. help uh, help them out just send them some more money or whatever you gotta do uh, but uh, congrats on uh, reaching and surpassing your goal Jesse and Mitch, that's oh, uh, that's so incredible. Cool. Looking forward to seeing what you come up mm-hmm. with, uh, and also uh, eventually figuring out what the story is. Because again, you not even <laughs> not even worried about it. You know, I just yeah. like I I appreciate the work of both of them uh, already.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm sure I'll love it. So yeah. yeah, it sounds rad. I'm very excited for it. I uh, my brother in law Josh yesterday was was over. We were talking about movies he he's he wants he's like a writer and we mm-hmm. both have ideas for different books and movies and whatever and scripts and stuff and he was like do you mm-hmm. ever think about that still and i was like i do man and like actually a buddy of mine is like he turned 30 a year ago and was like what am i doing with my life i want to i want to move to vancouver and pursue a film career and like mm-hmm. he has a kickstarter right now and he's doing the short film and I'm, i've been like god that's you can just do it You can just you can just do whatever you want to do, yeah. And it's been really uh, inspiring to me uh, for Mm -hmm. Mitch to do that. So I've been like, man, that's really rad. Like, honestly, just put yourself out there, and they've gotten such a good response from it. It's been Mm -hmm. really amazing. And um, but even so, if you're just going out there by yourself, you know, or whatever, if I wanted to keep something small or whatever, just it kind of lit that fire a little bit under me, like Mm -hmm. I used to have. Um, And uh, yeah, it sounds just really cool. I'm really happy for Mm -hmm. him. Yeah, yeah, right on. So if anybody gets a chance, if you still still able to go to go throw some money at them so they can release really something even bigger and better
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah the sequel the druid the druid's hands like <laughs> you just add an s to it <laughs> like the alien aliens approach yeah of i like course. that huh yeah he's
1: got two hands oh my god what <laughs> We well, only paid attention to his right hand oh god whatever thought he would have a left
2: what if Mitch is, like, cursing us right now? He's like, that is the sequel, guys. Fuck you. Oh, shit. That's supposed we to be a We can edit secret. that out. We yeah. can edit it out. Uh, yeah. Listeners, don't, don't listen to that part.
1: That's our edit. Wow. What if the sequel is called a different title? Okay, let me just... Need to Nailed move it. Wink. Yeah, uh, Wink. Moving right um, along. So, one final thing before we get into mm. the topic at hand... The drew his hand. <laughs> ah, nice. Did it plug plug? <laughs> <laughs> let's take an executive producer credit on that. That'd be great. Um, can it can it be like presented by a podcast? You know what I'm saying? Like Mitch. Oh, can I think we get money is,
2: from us? Yeah.
1: Well, like obviously, you know, let's talk about stuff it deserves a an exec producer credit. Mm, but like, mm-hmm. Mitch has the terror table. Could he do like mm. the terror table presents? Uh, yeah. The Fast and the Furious oh. production of Dad Druid's Hand.
2: <laughs> they change it midway through. Dad Druid's Hand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I think anything's possible
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with drugs. That's right. <sighs> mm-hmm. Mitch would agree with that. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I think. Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. <laughs> no, wait. He lives in Canada. That's it's totally cool. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, speaking of drugs. But kind of Mm. not. I guess if alcohol is a drug. Yeah. I guess if you want to be uptight about it, Mm. um, I have something I'm going to try on the show. Yes, again, today. We've been getting a lot of feedback from no one uh, Mm. on trying drinks on the show again. And people seem to be oblivious to it. So (laughs) I'm just going to try it again. But we Uh, like it it's fun Uh it's fun i love it so my wife brought home this uh beer she got from her running group earlier this week it is called midas crush from matt brewing co in bozeman montana hashtag too soon chadwick Mm. um rest of king um wow we just we didn't see it coming but Mm -hmm. this is an ipa india pale ale i am indian so it's okay if i drink this yeah that's true uh my palate has changed over the past couple of years to where like mm. now an IPA is kind of my go-to drink. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I am so out mowing. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, if my uh, or if I find myself out mowing the lawn and I want a uh alcoholic bevy, mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. uh, get myself a nice uh, IPA and um,
2: you know, just black out <laughs> <in> the yard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to mow. Look, uh, I'm gonna finish the yard
1: work in one day. <laughs> I've got a six pack here. It's gonna happen, <laughs> right? So uh, I've got a picture of this. I'll post it on social media, just like we always do. Sweet. But um, it is uh, like a fun can design. It's green yep. and orange and white, and uh, it's got some mountains
2: in the background there. Mm-hmm. So when you I read like the, it the earlier, design. I thought you were saying it was Matt Brewing, and I was like, wow, that's pretty uh, pretty low key, you know. But it's a uh, map with a P. Map. Yeah. M A P. Stands for
1: map. So I'm gonna I open this it. up. Yep, I'm gonna open this up. And uh... oh, that was a good sound. That was a good sound. Remember that time we opened a Pepsi on air and it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: indicative of what Pepsi tastes like. Mm-hmm. So it's perfect.
1: It is. Let's do yeah. That. Yeah. At yeah. the Pepsi factory, they're like, <laughs> and now for that nice, crisp <laughs> Pepsi opening. <laughs> yep.
0: That's there a Pepsi. it is.
1: There it lies. All right, so let's let's try mm. this bad boy.
2: Mm. Mm. Yep, tastes like an IPA from from your days in India. That's just, right, just like you were when you were a child on the hills of India.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Again, yep, he can do that. It's fine. Look, <laughs> it's it? it's fine if I
1: do it. Uh, it's something from the <laughs> outtakes, I think. Question mark? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know, but I don't know. Maybe I I get lit from. From drinking this. But mm-hmm. it, it, it tastes nice and refreshing. Tastes exactly what you think an IPA tastes like. Yeah, um, Not a whole lot more I could put to it. I don't have a sensitive palate. I know, So I'm not a picky eater. I will occasionally eat stuff off the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I am 100% out of fucks. Uh, technically means nothing mm-hmm. and everything to me. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. I believe mm-hmm.
2: that. Uh, technically, when you eat off the floor, you
1: are a picky eater, right? You pick it up. Uh, not if I kneel down. Oh, you like uh, to? Because I... I do occasionally throughout my week, I'm like, just in case Zod comes, I'm going to practice my kneeling. Oh, what is this? Uh, a grape? Okay. <laughs> mm. Fuzzier than I remember grapes tasting, but okay. Uh, you have two dogs is, too. That could be really bad. Is it dog fur? Is it pubes? Is
2: it mold? Wow. Why not all three? <laughs> Again, who wants to live to we 100, right? <laughs> Might as well try some. Right.
1: Fruit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm like in the double digits right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this, you know, <laughs> like 40 is like a good number to uh, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I like that. I'm in the double digits. Like I've been here since I was 10, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's fine. Double mm-hmm. digits are okay. Yeah. Uh, I've lived in the double digits for a long time. Yeah. So I'm kind of over it. Yeah.
1: Got I'm like, to,
2: I'm, yep. I've plateaued. Uh-huh. And
1: oh, if yeah. I'm being honest, started going downhill. So, <laughs> you know, I had a good five year run of not being sick. Then I got sick what like a month and a half ago or whatever? Mm. So I don't know. I feel yeah, like uh, it could be all downhill. It's all all downhill from this this point. So. Well, it's an easier ride. <laughs> well, <laughs> swifter as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got two 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 movies to discuss today. We've put it off too you know far too long already. I guess we have yeah. to talk about them. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. We should just say spoilers for both of these movies. I assume people have seen them at this point. (laughs) They're both airing or streaming on HBO Max. Um, I'm sure some people probably own them for some reason. You would have in a past life. (sighs) Admit it. There was an early point in probably the mid-2000s where I would put money toward any comic book movie. Mm -hmm. Because they weren't as prevalent as they are now. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mean just like superhero movies. I mean like comic book movies. Like mm. if it was from a comic, I would I would buy it. Like I had, uh, I think I owned Road to Perdition. There I was going to say while. that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good movie, people, though, right? Uh, I, I I remember it, it being so. Yeah, but I, I think didn't people know, like that movie. I didn't really have a taste for like uh, mob movies or oh, stories yeah. at that point. So yeah. I, I really need to go back and rewatch that. But um, but yeah, like I, <laughs> okay, you know what? I went to go see the Hattie Berry Catwoman movie Mm. in theaters, sat through the whole fucking thing, survived it. Mm -hmm. Um, Longtime listeners know my mother-in-law loves this movie, genuinely, does not (laughs) understand why I do not like it, (laughs) and I talk shit about it in front of her. Um, And then also, I owned Man-Thing on DVD, Mm. which if you're asking, what is Man-Thing? I'm going to say, exactly. Yep. It was a Marvel horror movie that was supposed to get a theatrical release. It did not because it was, checks notes, bad. Mm. So there's that.
2: You would buy it small.
1: Yeah. So in a, yes, like you were saying in a a previous life, Mm -hmm. yes, I probably would have bought these movies just to help support the cause of like, I want
2: more comic book related movies, right? It worked, you could say. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we have actual you know correlation there but i think that you could say you were buying those movies and we have a lot more superhero movies now
1: mm-hmm.
2: right yeah that's a one-to-one yeah so in that's a way you. i'm sorry y- listeners. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> the you're to blame for suicide squad coming out <laughs> to be honest <laughs> i guess
0: maybe. oh like,
1: man um yeah so so spoilers for both suicide squad and birds of prey Mm-hmm. And the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. (sighs) What a mouthful. Yeah. A movie that was so difficultly titled that as it was in theaters, the studio decided to change it because people did not know what they were Mm. looking for. Like they would type in Harley Quinn and nothing would come up. Mm -hmm. It would come up as like Birds of Prey or whatever. Because Harley Quinn is like the 47th word in yeah mm-hmm. in this title so they changed it in theaters to harley quinn colon birds of prey mm-hmm. which makes more sense but the fuck do i know
2: i guess so it's all just bad maybe mm-hmm. oh you know mm-hmm. that's a good
1: point yeah that's a good point maybe there's not a good option mm-hmm. uh so i yeah, let's just get into it let's, let's get into it. let's we, get into it well we that's just let
2: let's do, let's do uh, one at a time what do you say We'll do them one at a time. Uh, okay. I, I watched them in order, like release order. So I mm-hmm. think Suicide Squad and then Birds of Prey after we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to talk about our, our histories with these because these were both movies that I just watched for the first time for this episode. Yes. I, I've seen clips of them with you and, and otherwise. Uh, mm-hmm. So I knew certain parts of it. Like I think we watched the very beginning of Suicide Squad and maybe the very mm-hmm. end or I might have watched that another time uh without you i'm not sure but i knew a little bit about what happened Mm -hmm. um but there was a lot in there that i did not know um but i don't remember Mm -hmm. your history with these if you saw them in theaters that type of thing Mm -hmm. um no that's good back to you (laughs) no so
1: so the first time and only time besides this rewatch Mm. for this episode that i saw suicide squad Was when we came down to Texas, like, back in 2017, we stayed, uh, my wife and I, we stayed with uh, our mutual friends, Mark Mm -hmm. and Alyssa, and uh, we got there, it was like a a long drive too. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Texas is fucking huge. It's huge. And every one of my friends that moved to Texas, uh, you know, in the past decade, (laughs) moved to the bottom of it. (laughs) What Um, assholes. Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. It's a long drive down there, and yep. we were exhausted, and we were, like, decided to watch a movie that night, Oh yeah, and the Suicide Squad had just, like, come out on video or something like that, so we were like, oh, let's watch this. I was like, okay, so, like, you know, I'm not gonna have to pay for this. Mm-hmm. Like, the That's movie good. looked annoying to me in the trailers, mm. um, and I remember the first time I saw an image of Jared Leto as the Joker, Our, the, that. Uh, Alyssa, our friend, mm-hmm. uh, she showed it to me oh, on yeah. her phone and I was like, oh, this can't be real. This has to, this has to be like some Photoshop thing. I cannot yeah. imagine this got approved cause it looks dumb and bad Uh huh. and then spoilers. This it's, it's, it's that it's all real. It's, it's, it's the one. Yep. So he just sat there while someone tattooed ha 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 in, uh, m- more and more manic lettering mm-hmm. on his shoulder. Okay. Yeah, seems he's crazy. What can you say? I mean, guys, he's got he laughs a, a lot. Crazy. Happy smile mm-hmm. on the back of his hand. Yep. because he's the Joker. He's not going to do that himself. You know, mm-hmm. does he around. have a grill? Yes. Does he cook on it? No, because it's on his teeth.
2: Hey, does it look uh, good? No. no, 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 it does not. <laughs> no one likes it. No one. Does he look menacing? Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Wouldn't say that.
1: Guys, how can you tell that he's a damaged individual? Well, spoilers. <laughs> it's right there on Front Street and tattooed on his forehead.
2: It says damaged. Oh, man. They're subtle. That's what I like about it. It's a subtle that's version the, of the Joker.
1: That's the. What you don't understand is the nuance that goes into <laughs> Suicide Squad, okay? There's a lot of stuff you're not going to pick up on. Mm-hmm. How are you going to pick up on that Margot Robbie is rotten? Well, guess what? They've tattooed it on her Jawline, Lined yep. 10 times New Roman okay it's um,
2: first of all it's classy it's
1: classy. classy as font everyone yeah. is in agreement it's classiest font you know it is kind of classy it's pretty classy is what mm-hmm. I'm saying it's pretty classy <laughs> so we here at Warner Brothers agree that this is the classiest movie that's ever
2: been made I feel Not like that was all a annoying Bill Clinton Obama impression like it kind of melted together towards the end there I like that that's what I got out of it, at least. Yeah, it could be a little bit of both, mm-hmm. you know. It's good. Um, um, yeah. Um, uh, so I want to also hit on that uh, you and I don't have a great history with DC EU movies. We don't we don't like a lot of them. Um, I was trying to think if I like any of them, really. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, um, that's right. So that's why I started laughing. Yeah, right. I and yeah. I, and I, I was going back to whatever we had, uh, Mitch, uh, that we mentioned earlier for the Druid's mm-hmm. hand. Go go give to their kickstarter um he was on for aquaman and he had asked us about aquaman if if we would watch that or we would watch like ant-man or ant-man and the Mm -hmm. wasp instead Mm -hmm. and i was it's that really like stuck in my brain ever since he said that because i was like there were parts of aquaman that looked really cool like all the underwater like city of it and everything all the Mm -hmm. bright colors and stuff was really pretty rad but it also had a lot of bad in it and, yep. uh, and ant-man and ant man of the wash never really like hooked me a whole lot but they're they're mm-hmm. decent movies and Paul Rudd is like so charismatic that that kind of pulls me into that but mm-hmm. um and I don't remember if it was Mitch or, or someone else who had asked us about if we were you know actively rooting against the dCEU movies and and I don't want to say that I am but I feel like I, I I tend towards that but I feel like it's because we've had so many bad movies come out mm-hmm. of it that I'm yeah. like why well, don't like after like one and two and three bad movies i'm like i don't i'm not gonna root for any of these like they have to prove it to me i don't yeah. have to like just accept them you know or whatever mm-hmm. um and with that said we you know we did like some of the re-released or not like i i liked them a little bit more the re released like snyder cut films and stuff mm-hmm. but um even then like and i've I, kind of forgotten real, about them real quick can you say how many times you watched the snyder cut not as many as mitch
1: yeah, that's right mitch mm want you relax a little bit, buddy. Yeah, a little bit, buddy. Or you give yourself a Druid hand job and then <laughs> go take a nap. That's the
2: third movie. The Druid's handjob. That's the hand third movie, yeah. I like that. I'll watch That's that one. That's a porn one. parody. Oh, man. They're going to do their, their own through. porn parody. <gasps> yeah, Wood Rocket should. Presents. What if they got enough money from the Kickstarter to, like, we actually are not going to make this production better. We're going to make a porn parody at the same time. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. It's a good thing that his sister's involved in the production. This will go really well for their family, I'm sure. Well... <laughs> You know it's what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to
1: move on. I'm not going to say anything.
2: I'm sure she's lovely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, I, I don't actively root against them, but also even the Snyder Cut movies that we watched, like, I've, I, even though I liked them more, I've largely forgotten about them since, and I mm-hmm. haven't, I have no inclination to go watch them again or whatever. Um, but it is, it is a weird series of movies, and I I still don't feel like any of them have really stuck the landing and i do i don't actually root against it if one came out that was amazing i think i would recognize that and that's what i'm excited for james Gunn's the suicide squad coming out soon that mm-hmm. i think that'll be the first one that i really like but uh and they're bringing over a marvel guy essentially you know to do that yeah. uh mm-hmm. to guardians and the galaxy assize it you know for, yeah. for lack of a better term. And, um, yeah, so it's interesting, our history with this, I guess. And the lead, I, these are, like, two that I never really wanted to get into. These, the Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey, like, never really. Like, out of all of them, it's, like, people that I don't ca- I don't know, I don't care about. Um, like, at least the other ones had, like, fucking Batman in it, who's awesome, right? Like, that's going to get me into mm-hmm. the theater more. And these, like, never really did it. But, like you said, it's, like, the trailer, too. It's, like, the trailers for these showed the aesthetic they were going for with the Joker and all the stuff, and I'm like, I'm not into this. Mm -hmm. It does not look great to me. It reminded me of, like, Batman Forever, sort of. Like, the bright Mm -hmm. colors and stuff, and that was not a great movie either, and it's, like, was part of the decline of the Batman series in the 90s, and I'm like, why did you go back to that one, you know, to to make this look better? Like, there's just an aesthetic that I don't like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about... Aquaman
1: and um, my God, uh, Shazam! Is it Shazam? Oh, maybe some of the Wonder Woman movies mm. where I'm like, I feel like they are picking up cues from the wrong superhero movies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Instead of the MCU, they're going with like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, particularly yes. Spider-Man Three, uh-huh. uh, where they're just like, "Oh, <laughs> it's weird here. and it's it's bad," <laughs> but people like it anyway. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the chasm is. To where I am okay with uh, insanity and the, pun intended, ludicrous nature of the Fast and Furious movies, Mm. whereas similar things in the DCEU don't work for me. I think part of the reason is because Zack Snyder started off this cinematic universe with everything being so dry and Mm. humorless. To where now when stuff like this comes up, it just seems atonal and it just like seems like they're trying way too hard. Yeah. Um. Just like as a quick aside, I started watching the new Space Jam movie last night. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking terrible (laughs) so far. I'm about 45 minutes into this fucking thing and I'm going to finish watching it. But so far it is just from the opening scene bad it's That's just like bad acting at the very beginning it's like a flashback scene and it does not get better um mm. the only cool scene that i've witnessed so far is when they're like putting the team together and they have to go get and the spoilers i guess by for uh, space jam 2 a new legacy but they have to put the team together and various looney tunes characters have gone to other warner brothers universes and they um. get lola bunny from uh the wonder woman like comics essentially hmm. and the animation and that is so fucking cool. Like that is the only part I've oh, enjoyed yeah. from this thing at all. And I'm now past that scene. So, <laughs> so it's all downhill. Sure again. It's going to be bad. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like the, I, I, I don't know if I don't understand. I just don't understand mm-hmm. like what the difference is. Like, cause I've seen, yep. I've seen some bad Sony movies. Most of them have Spider-Man in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen some really good, Sony movies as well, mm-hmm. so it's not like a, an entire studio doesn't get it or whatever. But I feel like the current version of Warner Brothers, when it comes to combining comedy with action, mm-hmm. just does not land for me. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, like in uh, I liked uh Godzilla versus Kong, but mm-hmm. I thought the the parts they tried to make humorous just fell
2: flat. Yeah, but like it was all about the, the action, action was great, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. That's a movie I've also like largely forgotten. Like I have to mm-hmm. sometimes when it pops up on HBO Max, I'm like, "Oh yeah." Uh-huh. You know, like I forget yeah. that I like I enjoyed that myself watching that movie, you know, mm-hmm. but um but it was kind of forgettable in a sense too. Like I'd like to go rewatch it and see what I think, but um yeah. like Kong Skull Island, I've seen that movie like a bunch of times, you know. That one holds up. Yeah, it really holds up to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I don't know. I feel like like I said, there's an aesthetic way that these movies are made. And these, these two in particular are so like neon and grungy, but weird. Mm. Um, but a lot of them just like the action isn't as exciting. The, the comedy isn't as like as funny or whatever. And Mm. I was trying to explain it to my wife. I showed her some clips of these, uh, mostly of birds of prey. um, and I was trying to tell her, like, well, I don't like these things. And I, I was thinking I'm so excited for the experiment of having the Suicide Squad by James Gunn come out mm-hmm. because I feel like if some of the complaints I have about these movies, like the needle drops for some of the songs they're they're literally some of the same songs from the Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> but they don't work for me like they're not exciting mm-hmm. to me. They don't really like they don't strike a fun chord like they did when I heard them in Guardians of the Galaxy. Sometimes like the way that the characters are introduced so quickly or like they just kind of like you just have to accept the story and move on. Like I'm like, if James Gunn did this, would I be okay with that, though? And I Mm -hmm. think at the end of the day, there's something to be said for like, I really like his sensibilities as a director. And he Mm -hmm. makes really he makes good use of music and he makes good use of comedy and action and it melds together so well. And there's definitely a difference there, even if I can't pinpoint it to these movies Mm -hmm. that I'm like, they just don't hit that mark. And I don't know what it is but yeah. it doesn't scratch the itch that I'm looking for, you know? Exactly, And part yeah. of it, I guess, I watch the trailers and I'm like, this isn't an itch I have. Yes. Yeah, so exactly maybe that's right. it, I don't know. <laughs> they never were going to do that, right? I don't know.
1: Yeah, that yeah. could 100% be it. Um, so I guess we should talk about the, the cast of The Suicide Squad, sure. which is, uh, uh, again, from 2016, um, starring Adam Beach as Slipknot and then some other people. <laughs> so... I guess one thing that surprised me is they would kill off the star so quickly. They uh-huh, like introduce sure. him and kill him off within like fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. which is insane. Not cool. So you know, rest in peace, Slipknot. Rest in peace, uh, um, well, <laughs> rest we're in ways peace. Than one at this
2: point, you know. Yeah. I, so,
1: know, I like uh, Adam
2: Beach a lot. I was really, I knew you. I when I saw that happen in the movie, I remembered you mentioning that or something, or I had heard mm-hmm. about it at one point. And when it happened, I was like, oh man, that guy, like fuck. <laughs> Like, it was really, like, kind of jarring. It is funny that they, like, take great pains to
1: when they introduce Will Smith's Deadshot and Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, they give them, like, stylized, like, Uh introduction or whatever. There's, like, text on the screen and, like, cute sayings and all this stuff. Yeah. And then, like, they bring in Slipknot and it's just, like, Adam Beach walks on the screen and he's like, hey, I'm going to die in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Let's get this
2: over with. I could throw some ropes. And I'm dead. And I'm dead. <laughs> they also do that with like Katana. Is that her name too? Katana. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They also. I mean, they show like a little backstory for her too. I guess maybe. I don't know. Sometimes I just get it all jumbled in my head. I feel like they yeah. kind of did like a, a team thing, and then all of a sudden there were like two new team members that showed up like mm-hmm. afterwards. Like she just showed up on the plane, and I was like, "What happened? Like, she, are they part she of the team?" She walked on the plane as the
1: plane was like lifting off the <laughs> yeah, ground, yeah. and she's like, "And she's here now." It's like, yeah. <laughs> really? It was so weird. I more, But I think we have to acknowledge that this film directed by David Ayer quote mm-hmm. unquote was not edited to his satisfaction and yeah, he just talked about that yeah yeah and he's mentioned mm-hmm. it before but yeah. this was i this movie was edited like what like two or three times or something like that and they finally went with yeah. a an, an edit put together by a marketing firm which is why there's so many different needle drops there's a lot of like instead of score they just replace it with
2: um, pop songs. music and yeah, yeah. and yeah. he mentioned that the other day that it was like uh his his version would have just been like a score and a much different edit and like more mm-hmm. i don't know if he said somber, but it sounded like you know a little more serious tone mm-hmm. uh to it and he was like totally is just like this is not my movie at all and yeah uh, i think that's really interesting he had mentioned that there are traditional character arcs
1: in the version mm-hmm. that he was putting together but that's not the way this this went, but, yeah. yeah, like, there's a a list of songs on here, and it is massive. Yeah. So, I mean, like, Skrillex and Rick Ross, uh, ACDC, War, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, um, Kanye East, um, Queen, 21 Pilots. Uh, it's just a shitload of people. Rick yeah. James, bitch. Stuck it in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, a lot a lot of artists like there's a special soundtrack put together with some of these artists. So it's, it's not just like the, the, like songs you're familiar with. There was a, a committee put together to make original songs for this soundtrack. Mm. So as if that one wouldn't be enough to compensate, they've combined them essentially like there's so much music in this
2: fucking thing and it doesn't really enhance things exactly you know you'd think it would help but it doesn't it doesn't work really um they feel derivative of guardians to me that's what i always keep going back Mm -hmm. to like that's why i think it's so fascinating that james gunn would come on and do the the new one yeah i feel like the studio was like well that was really successful and i think guardians came out like 2014 or something so like Mm -hmm. right before this and they're like oh let's just throw like literally some of the same songs like let's listen to that soundtrack and throw in some of that same shit like it totally works and it's like, no, that works because he had like a goal in mind. And this is like you're just slapping like it feels like a marketing ploy. And it doesn't yeah. like click right, you know? Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Um, we should also note that this
1: movie takes place in the like chronology between Batman versus Superman and Justice League. Mm. Um I don't is know that, why I felt like that was necessary. Well, um, it I guess because. Yeah.
2: It, it means something to me because I didn't know I didn't I remember hearing that Batman was in this at all. Like since I watched this so far removed from it coming out, uh-huh. I was shocked to see Ben Affleck in this movie.
1: Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know.
2: I, I almost said something to you last time. But I was like, no, I'm just going to
1: let it happen. Yeah. I forgot that the flash is in this
2: movie. In the flash. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like because in my head, I keep thinking about this. This new thing, like, uh, if I ever cared to do it, of a, a re edit of the Snyder Cut movies mm-hmm. into like a TV series, like a short mini series instead of like the huge ass movies that he put out. And I'm like, I would need, you would need to bring in as much footage as you can and then kind of whittle around that and re edit and stuff. And I'm like, oh, there's more to pull from for these guys. I didn't know that. I didn't know they were in that, especially The Flash. I never yeah. heard he was in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when Bat, uh, Batfleck drops in yeah. on Deadshot, I was like, Ben Affleck and, and Will Smith were in a scene together. I didn't even know that until 5 years later. That's, that's crazy. crazy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um I think okay, I think the reason I noted that is because of the um the after or the mid-credit scene that's in this movie oh, uh, yeah. that has Bruce Wayne like oh, getting yeah. the uh-huh. the list of uh, stuff that Amanda Waller has uh, the the intel on various yeah. like metahumans or whatever totally. and uh we see barry allen the flash is is in those pages
2: um so yeah there we go i'm justified well that could be that yeah up. that could be useful for any not like it didn't need to be there obviously mm-hmm. i didn't know it was there watching those snyder cut movies and stuff but yeah it kind of worked out um mm-hmm.
1: but yeah so, Viola
2: davis yeah uh, as amanda waller she uh she feels like a, a too almost too much of a heavy hitter for this movie She's in a right, way yeah. better movie than this movie actually is. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> right. I know, I know. I love the character of Amanda Waller, um, mm-hmm.
1: like in the comics and in the, uh, the Justice League uh, uh, animated series that was mm-hmm. out. She was, like, prominent in that and um, voiced by C.C.H. Pounder, uh, oh, who also gave a, fuck, a great performance. Yeah. And I, I think this character is just, like, incredible. Uh, she was also played by um, Angela Bassett in the Green Lantern oh, wow. movie. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But okay, I was like no, not qu- not quite, not yet. quite. But um, I I do think that that is a like perfect casting in a better movie. So mm-hmm. we'll see how the Suicide Squad yeah. James Gunn's version of of that goes because she's going to be in that as well. Um, but yeah, she's like if you have you know Viola Davis on your yeah, I mean on your roster of actors, maybe just like. Have a conversation with Jared Leto. Be like, "Hey, can you can you not send rats and use condoms to your cast members? Because one of them's Viola Davis, and uh, I'll be honest with
2: you, she's not gonna suffer fools." Mm -hmm. Um, So you can see it in her eyes. Knock it off, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Thing. Mm -hmm. It's so weird to think of her in this movie and then him, the way he looks in this movie. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm picturing because they don't really like they're not next to each other ever. But it's just such a weird version of the Joker that I don't mm-hmm. really understand. I, I tried to... Um, uh, I guess we can go through more of the cast, too. I, we kind of sure. defeated that a little while ago. But uh, Margot Robbie, obviously, this is like her first turn as, as Harley Quinn. Yes. Um, and i had brought that up to my wife and i was showing her clips from things and she was kind of just like why does anybody like these at all and i was like i don't know (laughs) honestly and uh i've had a similar conversation with my wife yes (laughs) yeah there Uh you go and uh you and i off air had talked about margot robbie in that role because it seems like people really like her Mm -hmm. for that but um i'm not a huge fan of harley quinn i knew her a little bit from like the the 90s cartoon is is that where she was introduced is that is that right (laughs) Yes, yeah, she's an animated series
1: original character and yeah. then they brought her into the comics and then they've uh did video games with her where they like mm. um made her a, a little bit of an edge lord in
2: mm-hmm. a way with their revealing clothing and now this. <laughs> so we had talked about it like, I was like, people seem to like her and she like guns for this role. Like she really mm-hmm. is all into it. Like she's James gunned for yeah, it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Birds of Prey, like she like, it was like her idea initially she brought to the studio from what I've, I've heard. And then she's like a producer on it. Like she's all into mm-hmm. it. But I'm like, I don't, I don't know enough about that character. Like Amanda was like, "What are what is she even trying to do with this character? Is this good or bad?" And I was like, "I don't know." And so we, we, we put on some clips from the '90s cartoon. Of, it was basically yeah. just clips of of Harley Quinn and Joker interacting. Mm-hmm. And as I watched those clips from the '90s cartoon, I was I was like, "Oh, well, she's pretty. She's doing what she does in the cartoon. Like, there's a part where she's trying to like seduce the Joker to stop." I don't know, paying taxes. He was just messing with paperwork. I don't know. And the cartoon, <laughs> it was really weird. That doing I that. won't stop, Harley. I love paying taxes. I'm truly mad. Some might say,
1: damaged.
2: <laughs> but I was like, I kind of get, from just listening to their performances, I kind of get what they're going for. Mm-hmm. But it's a weird mesh of, like, it's not a cartoon, though. And they're mm-hmm. kind of cartoony movies, But they're – it's a weird version of this, like – and they literally, like, Birds of Prey, like, starts with a cartoon, like, opening or whatever a part of it does, you know, to, like, like, talk about her background and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I forgot about it until I rewatched it this morning. But Mm -hmm. um, I'm, like, I just don't get the vibe. um, This, like, dark – and especially, like, Birds of Prey being, like, R-rated. They, like, really lean into the cuss words and stuff. And I'm, like, I kind of get his Joker – uh, if you took away the tattoos and stuff, like that kind of crazy and over the topness from the cartoons, though, mm-hmm. and then her her version of that, I'm like, I kind of get it. And then once I saw that, I was like, well, I guess that's what she's doing, and I just don't like it. Maybe mm-hmm. I just don't. I, maybe I like that character, and it would work in a different way. But I'm not really sold on Margot Robbie as as, as Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn. You know? Yeah. Um, I think there
1: is a a part of the studios where they were like, okay, so we want to rob marvel of what james gunn did with the you know the music cues and whatnot yeah. uh but also we want to take some of their deadpool as well and throw <laughs> that in yes. harley quinn yeah. which is somewhat true in the comics mm. also um because she does sometimes break the fourth wall um okay. and sometimes she eats fourth meal uh, as well uh, yeah. in the comics um Makes Which sense. she doesn't do in Suicide Squad, but she does break the fourth wall in Birds of Prey occasionally. Mm-hmm. A little weird. But um, I think that's kind of what they were going for, and they both yeah. wear red and black. You know, I think there's a cross-pollination of one to the other, but mm-hmm. it's like a copy of a copy yeah, of a copy. Because Deadpool is a copy of uh, Deathstroke. Oh, okay. From, yeah. Uh, a quick aside, the character Deathstroke from dc comics his real name is slade
2: wilson and deadpool's <laughs> name is wade wilson
1: wow so yeah they really weren't yeah.
2: even trying mm-hmm. nope that's amazing really. though because yeah i guess with the movies that popularity is shot up too. but deadpool's mm-hmm. seems like such a, a fan favorite character from the comics and stuff mm-hmm. and uh i had never heard of deathstroke until that's the joe mangiello or whatever his name is mm-hmm. is that yeah his like cameo that he was supposed to do that and this yeah. dc stuff or whatever and it's like mm-hmm. i never i was like okay i don't know this guy and then there you yeah. go it's like full copy and i never knew mm-hmm. Man, i never know really but worked it out. like i know and which one is more popular to you deadpool right like
1: yeah they they injected some personality into into deadpool like yeah. since his creation or whatever but um, interesting yeah so uh well that's cool i was gonna ask you what your uh history with Harley Quinn as a character was and, yeah. and you kind of went over that. So this is like the when we watch watch the other DCEU movies earlier this year, that was kind of like the Snyderverse mm-hmm. version yeah. of that. And now we're in the like Harley Quinniverse because we've got these yeah. two movies and then the Suicide Squad. So yeah she's um, kind of the through line isn't she? Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I mm. I I'm not sure how they're going to handle things in the new movie. Because yeah. from what I understand the version of Rick Flag in Suicide Squad is different than the version of Rick Flag in The Suicide Squad, even mm. though he's played by the same actor. So Oh, so
2: he's back. Okay. Yeah. I think it's like a retooling of certain a, aspects of, of this. Yeah. yeah. I was again, I was trying to explain it to my wife, and it's so hard because I don't understand any of it. And so I'm piecing it together, trying to explain it to her who who doesn't really care about any of these, but she was curious mm. enough to ask me, I guess. But she was like, So what is the new one? Like a sequel? And I was like, ah, don't know if it's a sequel She was like Mm -hmm. it's like a reboot i was like "Eh." i mean it's got some of the same characters (laughs) the same actors and stuff but not not all of them and my best way to explain it to her is i was like i uh, from what i have read of comics know of comics i was like you know you might have like a green lantern series going and then Mm -hmm. you bring on kevin smith to write a green lantern like a few issues and he brings on like a different artist and so the book like might look different And it's it sounds different because it sounds like Kevin Smith, but it's all in the same universe. Like you don't really I was like, so it's kind of like that. Like, it's just like a new version, like like superhero teams change, the people change in them whatever. I was like, so it's not like a reboot, not like a uh, a sequel. It's just like a different a different artist, you Mm -hmm. know, different filmmaker, different artist is doing this. And uh, I think like you're saying, like it's a retooling is kind of the the best way you could probably describe it uh, for one word. Uh, cause they're, they're going back to the drawing board on some things. And I think it'll, it'll be interesting to see the characters that do stick around the actors that stick around in those roles and see mm. how different it is. Like I, I told her, I was like, I might love Harley Quinn. I might love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn in the new movie. And that will blow my fucking mind. So <laughs> right, I'm like yeah. so excited for it to be like, these were trash. What's that got to do with me? You know? Yeah. Be
1: interesting. I think, I, I think them washing the, the rotten tattoo off of her face, mm. um, is going to go Toward you know kind of moving the, the the previous movies like yeah maybe out of the canon I For don't sure. know I don't know how they're gonna handle it. it it's very well possible they just don't even acknowledge the other movies and they're like and hey, we're doing this now you know it's I just mean, like might as well right pivot yeah you know fuck it like who cares at yeah. this point I've honestly I don't think either one of us are that invested in these yeah. DC movies however
2: if they start getting good you know maybe I totally that would will change. though yeah yeah right like I love Batman I uh, you know and superman like he's just a good dude you know i heard somebody on a podcast say mm-hmm. that yeah they I sounded handsome when they said it yeah <laughs> yeah you can hear the handsomeness in the voice for <laughs> you sure. can hear it come through yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh but it's like that's what i'm not really rooting against them i'm i'm rooting against them because they've been uh, over and over again have been largely trash and even yeah. at best they've been like shiny trash Mm-hmm. You know, and like nothing's really like grabbed me, like and been like, this is amazing. And if they change the tide on that, that I would totally change my tune. You know, I would go along 100- with that. One hundred percent. Like, yeah. you think I'm glad
1: these Wonder movies, or Wonder Woman movies, are not good? Yeah, right. I like, would love that to be I awesome. Would, I would love it to be great. Yeah. Do you know how, listeners? Do you know how much fucking money I've spent <laughs> on Wonder Woman comics <laughs> in my lifetime? <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. I am You're in a fan. this. I. I'm a fan of the mm-hmm. character. I didn't. I didn't care for the first movie. I thought the, the second movie. I don't think most people liked it. I think they just. I think it came over to our side on that one. You oh know? yeah, it seems like most people. Yeah, were like, oh yeah, this mm-hmm. is pretty bad. This is. Mm-hmm. This is not what I signed up
2: for. We don't like
1: this. Um. But anyway. Um. So uh, speaking of uh finishing uh, the cast. Um, oh yeah. I I know you had. Other big points, but I do want Whatever. to mention that David Harbor is in this movie, I and I don't know how I for I, I forgot that he was in this because I think this movie came out after I had already seen at least the first season of Stranger Things, mm. and I, maybe I just didn't like piece the two together, but it did not occur to me until this rewatch that he was in this movie. So he's uh, he's
2: crossing the streams from uh, oh, yeah. DC over to Marvel, you know, with the well, I- Guardian. I looked at it because I was curious when that came out. They came out the same year. They came out in July of 2016, so maybe oh, like okay. the way that they came out, like you didn't recognize him enough from it, you know, or whatever. <laughs> well, uh, to see yeah, the crossover. But,
1: but I would have seen. It would have been like 2017 that I saw Suicide Squad. Yeah. At uh, our friend's house, so, so you might. Yeah. I w- I would have thought it would have clicked over, but I don't know. Maybe I was just like so tuned out.
2: I was just like I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I it was a surprise is. when he showed up though. Yeah uh because mm-hmm. he's awesome yeah i like yeah. to see him um yeah yeah you got you got will smith mm-hmm. um not he was okay to me in this role mm-hmm. it wasn't like he was phoning it in i just was like i don't know enough about that character like a lot of them were just like i don't know these characters and like you really gotta reach out and do something amazing and like they were all just kind of like standard comic book mm-hmm. characters to me like yeah um so he was like a big name but i was like yeah it's okay like didn't really yeah. didn't really do much for me. Uh Jay Leto obviously is the Joker. Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Joel Kinnaman, that's the dude we were talking about, right? What's his? What the fuck's Rick his name? Rick Flag. Rick Flag. <laughs> what do you uh, do? You like Rick Flag from the comics or whatever? Like what's? I I didn't know what to make of this guy a whole lot in the movie. He's just kind of like a vanilla type of dude,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, exactly. I would, I would say that he's the. Um, uh what's Clint Eastwood's son's name? Oh. Scott. Scott Eastwood. Scott. I was, I would say he's the Scott Eastwood of the DCE or like the DC comics, but uh, Scott Eastwood is in this movie as well. <laughs> <Yes. so>. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I looked it
2: up so fast. I was like, he's yeah. also in this cast. I didn't even remember yeah. that.
1: Yeah. There are two uh Scott Eastwood in this movie, mm, technically exactly, speaking, yeah. But, um, Twinsies.
2: Yeah. Uh mm. I was trying to think of it because I was like, he's kind of like like He's just a dude who is, like, Mm -hmm. skilled or whatever uh, at at Special Forces stuff. And so I was Mm -hmm. like, but he has no real shtick. Like, he's, I was like, well, it's kind of like Hawkeye in the Avengers because he's just, like, a really skilled dude. But he has the bow and arrow. Like, that's, he obviously has, like, a a shtick. He's something he could, like, show off and be interesting. And I was like, this guy's like, wasn't much of anything to me. And I didn't know if Mm -hmm. that was, like, a fan favorite in any way, this Rick Flag guy. Mm -hmm. Um, But to me, he was just, like, a vanilla dude, like you said. Yeah, you know, he was like a to say. C or D list character. A yeah. lot of these characters are,
1: yeah. um, outside of Harley Quinn and maybe Deadshot. Yeah, um, those are the the two big like, um, yeah, big like, uh, super hero esque uh-huh. characters. I guess they're not heroes, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm um. I'm even trying to
2: think of the rest of the people. I'm like, there's that Croc dude. Oh, Killer Croc is a Batman man villain. Uh huh. I was like, oh. a
1: <laughs> fireman. I'm like, I, fireman, <laughs> he, he rides around <laughs> on a truck with a Dalmatian. <laughs> uh, El Diablo. El Diablo is El that, Diablo. that character. Like they were so um, like,
2: whatever to me, I guess. I don't know. It, a was, lot of them.
1: it was so funny to me, like in those El Diablo <laughs> scenes that are like flashbacks where it cuts back to him and his like traditional family life, but mm. he still has the skull Tattooed yeah. on his face. Yeah. And it seems like for his backstory, it would just be like him without the face tattoos. Uh-huh. Maybe he has other tattoos, but he's got just like a normal face. And then once he accidentally kills his entire family, hmm. that's when he tattoos his face yeah. as a kind of tribute like, yeah, of like his that. deceased family. Wow, they should do that. Yeah. They should go back and re edit that.
2: Hey, mm-hmm. uh, Mountain Dew, <laughs> can you go back and re edit your version of this film? I didn't even realize until just now I was looking it up for the cast. That's Jay Hernandez.
1: Yep. What the fuck? I know that dude's a fucking hunk and they, they did that to wow. him. You know? I didn't even yeah. recognize.
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously he's like so different with all the tattoos mm-hmm. and stuff, but I, I, I could not even hear his voice. That's so interesting. Like, yeah, I didn't know that was him at all. Wild. That's interesting. Uh, there was mm-hmm. he and Killer Croc are two characters that do a lot of like shoulder
1: first walking, yeah. where they're just like moving their shoulders first and then their body follows A lot of shoulder them. work in this movie, yeah. A lot, like that's he has that uh, like tank top shirt on, you know, so mm. just so his shoulders have room to act themselves. Oh, I you like know? that. Yeah, I feel like his the the credit for him and uh, um, I cannot pronounce the guy's name who is uh, Killer Croc, but like Uh, both of them should have like their shoulders credited individually.
2: Oh, I like as like part of their characters, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ado Adewale, Akinyue Agbaje. That works. That's what I'm gonna say. He looks familiar. Um, He's been in a bunch of stuff from uh, Lost. (laughs) Yeah, he was. lost born identity he's curse and thor the dark world he was in the mummy returns oh yeah mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of these things he probably was in heavy makeup in some way yeah um, so in, uh,
1: as curse and thor the dark world he had on mm-hmm. like a this big like
2: costume yeah and right. stuff so yeah mm-hmm. and i've i've largely forgotten the dark world so um mm-hmm. another like obviously marvel doesn't always hit him out of the park you know that's when i, right, I exactly, try to forget yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. um uh jai courtney is that how you say his name? Jai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is in this Um, (laughs) Captain Boomerang he is he is one of my least favorite actors around right now really okay I I just don't like there's something about him except for he is in um, Wet Hot American Summer um, it's not first day of camera it's like their second series 10 years later Um, he's in that and he's he's like Amy Poehler's like actor boyfriend or whatever and Mm -hmm. he's so out of character that I've seen him in in that in that show and he's so funny in it that it really kind of turned it for me. That I was like, oh, I kind of like this guy. Maybe I haven't. I need to get him a second chance. But then mm-hmm. in this is like Captain Boomerang or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was just like, it's he's okay. Like it didn't really it wasn't bad or good. But in general, when I see him in a cast, I I think it's probably going to be a bad movie. That's been my experience with him. Like he was in the the fifth Die Hard movie, and it's <laughs> mm-hmm. like I didn't even try that one. You know, because yeah. it's just like oh, this looks bad. So yeah, he doesn't really do it for me no um he's uh uh,
1: captain boomerang i should say is a classic flash villain oh okay which i would like to say is why the flash shows up but really it's just like he shows up because they had (laughs) ezra miller for a couple (laughs) hours (laughs) one day you know um yeah not not necessary but it is kind of a fun cameo especially if you like forget that these actors were in this movie yeah that's cool um but uh yeah man there's just a lot of people in this movie, uh-huh. a lot of, like, mediocre performances. Um, the the Enchantress. That's
2: what I was going to... Yeah. Is
1: that, is that next? Okay. Yeah. Cara Delavine, Did I use their name? I think so, yeah. Yeah. They're, the character, or the name, The Enchantress, is used by a character in both DC and Marvel comics. Oh. Um, in Marvel, um, especially for the MCU, you might know her as Sylvie in the Loki series. Oh,
2: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for DC you know this, this uh, yeah. lady who looks dirty and dances mm-hmm. magic or something
2: I don't know yeah I'm not sold on her being an actress either she started out <laughs> like a model right <laughs> I was I was gonna say I feel like she was in one movie that people liked and they're like well let's put her in some other yeah. stuff and
1: it no, uh, just didn't, didn't pan out
2: she's in that um, uh, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets Luke Besson's movie um, that came out mm-hmm. a year after this And um, that has Dane DeHaan in it as well. Mm -hmm. And I've heard like mixed things about it, but I I just haven't like it doesn't look like it's really going to be that great. So I'm kind of scared to watch it because like the fifth element Mm -hmm. is like one of my favorite sci fi movies. But this does not look like the fifth element kind of quality, I guess. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm and then her in that movie, I was just like, I, I, I'm not sold on her being like a great actress. So her being like a main role. Uh, and then this seeing her in this i was like yeah I'm, i i think i'm right uh on that one <laughs> at least at least for my sensibilities of it you know well it's so. weird to see her
1: and joel Kinneman supposedly being a couple because he's mm-hmm. like he looks like her uncle <laughs> which is like unsettling you know yeah like <laughs> it's just like a, a weird disconnect
2: in age but yeah, you know i can get you there yeah mm-hmm. and, uh ike Barinholtz? uh i didn't know he was oh, as in the, the this guard as well. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh he's the guard and he also um now I'm trying to think if it's in the next movie, if it's Birds of Prey. There's, like, a, uh, I think it's the Black Masks. Maybe it's the Black Masks. Oh, no, it's the Joker. It's the Joker's, like, henchman. He's, like, right-hand man. I mm-hmm. can't remember that dude's name, too. But he looks a lot like this guy. And I kept thinking it was the same person. So there's, like, a oh, few yeah. different doubles, like, doppelgangers in this that I, I kept mm-hmm. getting confused. But uh, I had no idea he was in this because Ike Barinholtz is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was, like, a mean asshole in this, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, and that was yeah. really
2: cut off. putting. he was, like...
1: Yeah, one of those uh, those um, prison guards that's yeah. just, like, trying to get away with shit thanks yeah. to the show and everything. Yeah, Not cool. Yeah, creep. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, I remember there's a scene in, uh, like, with the Joker, mm-hmm. uh, where he's in a club, and Common comes up and talks oh, yeah. to him, and Common has, like, all these, like, <laughs> facial tattoos and, like, a, a
2: yeah. septum piercing. It's like, guys, what are we I doing? I kept looking at him, and I was like, he's definitely familiar to me, but I can't mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. him, and it's, I don't... I would, every time I see him in a movie and it shows in the credits I'm like Common I'm like oh it's fucking Common God mm-hmm. I always yeah. miss it but yeah there's, uh, there's, he has like a snake tattoo or something like on his forehead like it goes wraps around it, like to his eye something like that it was weird mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm, interesting interesting are there any other people I don't think there's like uh, a-
1: outside of uh, Jared Leto's Joker that we've already yeah. described as uh, well let's be honest the absolute worst Joker um, there's mm. not been one that's worse and he's he's just annoying to look at. I don't know how he would Ugh. have the charisma that a doctor would like fall in love with. Yeah. You know,
2: there's not that made no sense yeah. to me at all. That mm-hmm. was one of the things I had wondered about um, from the like comics or cartoons and stuff. I mm-hmm. guess it's all, all cartoons with with that kind of storyline with Harley Quinn being introduced and stuff. But I was like, I don't understand why this whole thing works. He looks awful. Mm -hmm. who the fuck would have fallen in love with him like i didn't they did it so fast and like a flashback sequence stuff like it made no sense why fucking Margot fucking robbie Mm -hmm. would fall in love with this like that gross grill that they let him keep in prison is that like i know is that attached all the time what is this Mm -hmm. um it just all like he he was like i need a machine gun and i was like why mm-hmm. why would she do that like i don't mm-hmm. they didn't have enough time to like sell their relationship to me and i felt like oh this is sp- something i'm just supposed to like fall in line with and like that's mm-hmm. what happens so like that's their storyline but i i didn't understand it like how he would have gotten in her mind it wasn't like as nuanced as Jared, Jared as uh, heath ledger's performance right right well, yeah. you get why he's why he's like his brand of crazy makes sense and is really off-putting, and this one it's just annoying, like you said. I think that's the best word. Like a lot of this stuff just felt like an assault on my senses. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: yeah, totally understand. Yeah. There was an episode of the animated series called Mad Love, and it was later adapted into a comic by the uh, the co-creators of the the show mm-hmm. um, that I would highly recommend mm. if you it have called? interest. Uh, it's called Mad Love Mad Love uh, yeah uh Batman Adventures Mad Love and it's like one issue um according to comicsology is like 66 pages so it's a, a a decent read uh as far as like page count but it is like a really good retelling of why Harley Quinn fell in love with the Joker mm, and cool. in the animated series um there's a warmth to Mark Hamill's performance as the mm. Joker where you can kind of see why like maybe she like fell in love with him. Yeah. In a way. Whereas this is just like, well, this is how it happens in sequence. Right? So this is what it's going to go. It seems very clinical. Yeah. Ironically enough. Know, yeah. Um, But yeah. And then,
2: uh, yeah. There's just a lot of it that they kind of, I think thought people would just get, would understand. And I'm not, I'm not versed enough in that world to, mm-hmm. to go along with that. Mm-hmm. And then it's, their characters are just so look to me that I didn't want yeah. to like really like be like, oh, this is a great relationship that I want to follow. Even if it's like stupid and tragic, whatever. I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. seems interesting. Even it wasn't interesting. It was just like what happens? Yeah. And you just <laughs> go. Exactly right. It's like, OK, yeah. Cool.
1: And I don't feel like there's enough charm to the characters to where you get invested enough that when they die or whatever, you're like oh, well, that sucks that they're dead. It's just like, Mm -hmm. again, it's just dominoes falling in place, right? So it's just, well, this is the next thing that happened, and this character is gone. Okay, they're off the board. What's their deal? Doesn't matter. He's dead. Keep moving on. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, So one thing I'm very confused about is in the uh, introduction for Captain Boomerang, it says, like, uh, for each of the characters that get introduced in this way, it has, like, their... Uh, things that turn them on, things that turn them off. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, the things that he loves is pink unicorns for mm-hmm. some reason. And he has this, like, stuffed pink unicorn that he walks around with him. And it's it's shown, like, in close-ups and whatnot, but it doesn't really, like, serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's like, look, if you're going to introduce a pink unicorn in the 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 first scene, you gotta make sure that pink unicorn goes off by the end of the movie mm. you know what i'm saying like gotta in the do third act mm-hmm. yeah but i'd forgotten about it actually yeah yeah Until like of all the it. things that could have been like edited out of this movie mm-hmm. i feel like the peak unicorn had to go you
2: but know? so this is a good point where i feel like if that was introduced in a james gunn movie i would have probably been like man i love that fucking pink unicorn that dude that mm-hmm. loves his pink unicorn But something here just didn't click. Like I remember him getting it out of like when they're dressing like they got all their boxes of all their shit back and he like Mm -hmm. puts it in his coat. And I don't remember it a single time after that. And I kind of forgot about (laughs) it until you mentioned it. So there's one point where they get into a uh, like a fight in
1: the building or Mm -hmm. whatever um, when they're in the city. And then his unicorn like falls out and he picks it up and like puts it back in his coat. And that's the last time we see it or whatever. Yeah. And then. Yeah, I don't.
2: Just okay. to like,
1: yeah, n- there's no like, why? Why do we spend time seeing that? Like, it's like a fun thing to put in like a little text piece. But I don't necessarily think you have to, like, show it mm-hmm.
2: or I don't know. See, See I this, think
1: it's pointless to me.
2: I think that it wouldn't. Yeah, I think it wasn't as pointless. I would have been OK with it. I just think it wasn't done well. So it feels mm-hmm. pointless. Yeah. And, and in different hands, I might think it's really fun and quirky. But in this, it feels just Detracting from the rest of the movie, where I'm like, can we just move along? You know? Do you think it would feel fun and quirky in a druid's hand? Oh, you might say. Back them on Kickstarter. <laughs> I like that. Unless, we're, you, unless you can't, we're making we're making all efforts to mention them as many times as possible this episode because we didn't do it this whole time on accident. <laughs> I know,
1: I know. We're, we're we're paying our penance. Yeah, you know? we kept
2: forgetting. We kept remembering I After I, we recorded,
1: but I'm sorry, mm-hmm. we forgot. Yep.
2: We're busy being dumb. Yeah, obviously. We can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, don't, I only had one note about this movie. Um, okay. I know you had a few, and so we can get into that, but uh, there's one mm-hmm. in particular. The only thing I was really excited to see, and, and I wish I could have watched it with you, was as um, is, is best I can tell in this movie. The mm-hmm. uh, the like putty people from Power Rangers are on this. <laughs> is that right? Is that, did I get that right? Man, I don't
1: know what those were. <laughs> it was, it was just. It's kind of like the thing with these DCU movies. It's like the the henchman type villains or mm. whatever. They just look like. Well, here's a here's the thing we're gonna throw up on the screen. Whether it's the um, oh man, that fucking uh. <laughs> Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf. Oh, I to think yeah. of like the song "Magic Carpet Ride" and <laughs> what band performs that? Steppenwolf. Oh yes. Okay. So his little henchmen, they the um, oh yeah, uh, what I call parade mons, but uh, parademons, uh-huh. um, They look like somewhat like comic accurate, but they also kind of look like just like blobs or yeah. whatever. Like they just like look uninteresting in mm-hmm. a way. Um, and then in the movie Shazam, yeah. where they have all the different like monsters that are in that movie that are supposed to represent the seven deadly sins they just look like nothing yeah they're all the same
2: basically yeah can't even tell them apart
1: yeah i think that's a a problem they they have that's
2: true yeah uh, in these movies but i mean i'm i don't know i just whenever uh like harley quinn i guess her whole thing is like her her baseball bat is like her main weapon and i guess she she like Beats. I was about to say beats off a head. She like <laughs> smacks one of these putty people on the in the head and it like disintegrates or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck are these? Like if you could hit it in the head with a baseball fucking bat and defeat them, like what was what the point? And I guess it's just that there were so many of them, they were kind of overrun. But it didn't make any sense. And then like as they showed them being like created by the enchantress or whatever, and then I don't know, it just all was dumb. And uh, but that was the only thing I was like, if, if it was a Power Rangers movie, I'd be totally into this right now. But as henchman for this villain, it doesn't make any sense at all. No. Um, yeah, it was. It was
1: just like, well, here's what we've got. They like picked one of three designs and they're like, well, I guess we'll just roll with this. Yeah. I don't know. We have to pay Will Smith a lot of money to be <laughs> in this fucking thing. So whatever. We're not going to spend that money here. Um, So you said that was your
2: your that's note my, that you had for it? i had the note about uh missing out on a little batman and, and flash stuff that was cool okay and then that mm-hmm. the putty people the putty monsters okay. yeah um let me see
1: if i can move quickly through my notes here um just because I know we have one other entire movie to discuss. So uh, the building that they have the firefight in, um, that's the Ostrander building uh, or the Ostrander federal building. Um, Ostrander is John Ostrander who uh, created the Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. um, In the comics. Um, Let's see. I've got it noted that uh, the jokes fall so flat in this movie for me, which we've Mm. already kind of discussed. Um, Amanda Waller is a fucking gangster. Like whenever she kills all the people, in her like office when they come rescue her. Oh, that was pretty bad like, That was, was like, yeah, dark was a baller move. She's like, okay, I'm going to do this. Yep. And she like, doesn't have any compunctions about it. Mm-hmm. She just does it, moves on. Um, I guess like one of my general thoughts is that I like the idea of the Su- suicide squad, but I don't think they do a good execution of it in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, there's something about like, um, and they've done this over at Marvel as well with, uh, some characters called the Thunderbolts where you utilize a bunch of villainous characters to carry out mm. like good deeds or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and you have the, you know, targeting or the explosive collars on them. So if they get yeah. out of hand, you know, you explode their asses. Uh, again, uh, rest in peace, Slipknot. Um, you'll he, be missed. Uh, main character. I can't believe it. never saw this coming, but I like that general idea. It's just like, I don't, I don't think they handled it well at all yeah however the james gunn version of it from what i understand again i have not watched any trailers for it i'm just like mm, yeah i'll wait you know it's coming out uh, soon i now. hope mm-hmm. uh, next week yeah i guess this, this week. week with the airs. yeah yeah yeah. a couple of days from this episode's release wow. so we'll talk about that on the next episode but uh hopefully they handle it a little better mm-hmm. um i know they have some like zany characters in that
2: Fucking movie. when you have polka dot man in your movie i mean come on It's time to get wild. That's why I'm so excited to watch that one, because I think a lot of my complaints about this one just handled in a better way will not be my complaints anymore. They're not. Some Mm -hmm. of my complaints in this is that they didn't execute it very well. Some of it is like because that they didn't execute it well. None of it seems interesting or good. Like they should have done it at all. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I am excited about his movie coming out, though, and it is the same concept. So like. If I think that's going to work out, and I hope it does and be a good movie, you know, it'll be so interesting to look back on this one and be like, all right, so what do I feel about that now? You know, because right now, watching Mm -hmm. these, I'm just like, I don't, I would never go out and watch another Suicide Squad movie otherwise if it didn't have a big Mm -hmm. name about it. I wouldn't go look them out in the comics. I wouldn't go look at their cartoons. Like, this was like, ugh, it was bad enough that I was like, I just don't care about these people anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where it is a cool concept, though. Like, and I like. I still think that they have a really hard time with their version of Superman in these movies. I'm not sure that I'm Mm -hmm. on board with the whole idea of everything they do with him being like a god and everything. The way they portray him and stuff. But Mm. the fact that they're like, he could have just walked in and like ripped the roof off the Oval Office and taken the president and stuff. And they're like, Mm. we have to have our own team. And this is the team. They It's all kind of like, it could be good. Like, the concept is there. Mm-hmm. um just yeah like you said like the execution is kind of poor so yeah um the
1: exposition in the final battle is something that i've heard people call out before where like they you actually they th- throughout the movie they set up that the enchantress's heart like if you have that you can control her mm. um because it's like holds all her power or whatever and at a certain point she has it put back in her chest somebody rips it out of her chest and then rick flag grabs <laughs> Will Smith by the the vest and is like her heart's out we can finish this. It's like yeah we know. We fucking
2: know. <laughs> You've been talking about this the entire fucking movie. When I watched it this morning I stopped at that part and I laughed all over again what he says. It. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's like uh, anytime you rip someone's heart out in general dude, yeah, yeah, you're probably like on the right track you know. But okay I guess you need yeah. to put it in there for exposition purposes. Go for it. Um, also in the, the MCU, where we had the Avengers established, and then we introduced these other characters a few years later with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they both are in the same cinematic universe. We can see some of the, the shared DNA there. It was only a matter of time be- before we got these two teams coming together, right? Mm-hmm. And they eventually did in Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. You would think that with them introducing the Suicide Squad and the Justice League is coming up in this you know timeline here, that they would have these two teams come together, have the Suicide Squad go after the Justice League, mm. but that has yet to happen. But it seems like something they were planning to do based yeah. on the mid-credit scene where Bruce Wayne sits with Amanda Waller, and they drink some wine, I guess. I don't know. And he's Had like, uh, "My team will stop your team. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm, ba- Pro- by I'm, the God, way. I'm, I'm Batman. I'm, I'm Batman." <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to whether or not that
2: will happen going forward like i think that's maybe... probably imploded by now yeah yeah you think so <laughs> yeah well so i am surprised like i heard that um uh ben affleck was on the set of the flash like they talked about mm-hmm. michael keaton like we know he's his batman is back and yeah. then he I, I i honestly thought like Batfleck was kind of done i thought he was done with the the you know the series now that mm-hmm the Batman is coming out and stuff. I thought he was kind of leaving that all behind. So I was, I was surprised, but I don't know that they would want to keep going even with the success, I guess, of the Snyder cut coming out and stuff. Um, I don't know that they'll keep going with any of those plans. Like with Deathstroke, like I mentioned before, you know, will that ever come to, to be anything. It yeah. seems like a lot of threads they were working on, but so many of the things weren't very good and mm-hmm. they all kind of fell apart. Like I was looking today, even cause, uh, after birds of prey, there's another one called like the Sirens of or Gotham City Sirens or something is like one that oh. they're working on. And I was like, oh, what's that about? And I mm-hmm. looked and there's like there's a huge fucking list on Wikipedia about ones that they've said are, they're working on. Yeah. Um, and they're it's like they're all in various stages of development or non-development mm-hmm. and haven't been for yeah. since like 2017. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I feel like it all kind of imploded as they were trying yeah. to build this thing and it never really worked. So.
1: I think they had been working on a Batgirl movie mm-hmm. for a while and then they pivoted and now it's going to be like an HBO Max series mm-hmm. or something like that. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see yeah, if yeah. it ever happens. I don't know. Um, so, um, that's it about like the like story side of it outside of it. Like in the real world, several actors got the word squad spelled S K W A D tattoos during the filming of this movie. Wow. They were going all that's- in. That's and crazy, they TV. have showed them off previously. I believe at the Comic Con panel, yeah, where they first showed the trailer. They're like, "Guys, so, this is
2: so good. We got it tattooed, misspelled. I, it's great."
1: I can almost guarantee you, <laughs> Viola Davis did not get one of those tattoos. <laughs> I cannot imagine. That'd She's be like, amazing. Nah, fuck this. She's like, mm-hmm. "I got it on my ass." Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> That's right. Um, Kiss it, motherfucker. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. partly like that says that hopefully they had a really good time on set that they felt like this was going to be something great or whatever. Like, but there's mm-hmm. something like when you hear about the Lord of the Rings guys doing that, like they all had, I think it's like nine and Elvish or something like that tattooed on them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, all the fellowship guys like that would seem like that was like a, like years long undertaking that they were like mm-hmm. so together and like remote parts together, you know, like that was such a team building thing and it's such a huge epic moment in history, like movie history and stuff. And uh, this doesn't that just seems like funny to me. Like, I don't want to like they can do whatever they want as actor, you know, as people. Mm -hmm. They felt like they were connected to each other about this. But that just seems so wild to me that this would be the movie they would do it on. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, They really thought they had something. And maybe it's because um, they thought that the like David Ayer's version Mm -hmm. of this was going to be something that was going to be up there. And and I know that he had. Uh, directed um it was it fury yeah. and then um what was the the cop one that he did um i can't remember the name of it but uh like end of watch he, i
2: think oh yeah yeah and he had written um, training day i think is what it said like that was his first big script mm-hmm. um which surprised me i didn't know that um until i was reading about the wikipedia and stuff but he yeah. has some good but, movies under his belt you'd think that he could you know do this but. Yeah. And maybe that's why they went all in. Yeah. I just texted you a picture of
1: Will Smith tattooing Joel Kinnaman. Wow. Uh, the word squad on his bicep.
2: <laughs> that is wild. Yep. Man. This has happened. It's, uh, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I I honestly, I have to say, though, when I watched this, so I you had mentioned I'd watched these, like, in the last week, you know, for the first, we had talked about, like, for my, for my first time, but my wife was out of town earlier in the week for work, I knew I didn't want to watch these like I didn't want to put them off and then have to squeeze them both in on like Saturday before we record these on Sunday mornings. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to ruin my weekend. So I was like, I'm going to get this done early. So I watched Suicide Squad on Monday. I planned on re- on watching it sort of in chunks. I thought that was the only way I could get through it. But I actually watched it all together. And it's it's actually because I, don't, I didn't enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I was I was more entertained than I expected. I was just, you know, having like a night at home by myself and just like, yeah, I could throw this on. And it was like it held my attention the whole time. I kept it on the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Um, I I could say that I actually liked it more than I thought I would. I really went into it being like, this is going to be trash. That's why I put it off for years. Mm-hmm. But I actually kind of was like, OK, with it, um, mm-hmm. knowing it wasn't a good movie, knowing I wouldn't watch it a lot. It just wasn't quite as bad as I really expected because I had such yeah. low expectations. Um mm-hmm. so the next night you know I, I threw on uh, Birds of Prey and um well if if we can hold on one second mm-hmm. before you get into that because I do want
1: to say this is my second time watching Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. The first time after watching it I hated it. It was like my least favorite DCEU movie. Oh yeah and I had been dreading going back to watch this but I knew it was something I was going to have to do. I watched it in chunks like uh, as I was going to bed mm-hmm. throughout the week. And I will say that i too thought it was more entertaining mm. than i expected it had been yeah and i wouldn't say i enjoyed myself but i did not hate myself as much <laughs> <laughs> with this rewatch That's a um, and i could see how people could think it was like entertaining Uh-oh. or whatever so i'll i'll certainly give it that yeah and previously when um i watched birds of prey on mm. hbo max like i don't know like a year ago like whenever it, it first came out yeah. i was like okay let me watch this i felt conflicted i was like i don't know if i like this or not mm, interesting but maybe i did i don't know and then well we we watched it but before we we're done with suicide squad talk i uh-huh. do want to mention suicide squad is an oscar winning film okay what so yeah for like hair and makeup
2: or whatever i mean i actually thought the killer croc was pretty cool mm-hmm. um and he seems like just a nice dude. He was treated really poorly by everybody in his life. Mm. Uh, the rest of it, though, ugh! Like the Joker <laughs> makeup, they got nominated for that shit and won. Ugh. I feel like
1: the Killer Croc makeup is a case of a broken clock being right twice a day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, they got this right, and then they ran out of money, and there was like, well, we have all these sharpies
2: sitting around. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll draw on people's faces. We're gonna tattoo everybody's face. Okay. Yeah, everyone gets his face tattoo. Oh man. Yep. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot. Face tattoos are just not my thing, for one. Mm. So they're always kind of jarring to me when I see it. And the fact that they did it with multiple people, I was like, I don't understand this. I I believe
1: in the canon of Eltas, the only face tattoos you enjoy are those
2: by Darth Maul. Yes, that is true. I love those, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But other than that. And is that even... Is that his skin? I don't even know. I don't know enough about Darth Maul. It's hard to say. Like, if his skin is like jet black mm-hmm. and
1: then he has that red tattoo that has to take a while right yeah, you'd think to break up that melanin or whatever oh so, yeah
2: and interesting yeah.
1: it's hard hard yeah. out here for a mole you know so do you have anything else for suicide squad please god no yeah um, that's Excellent. it we can move on to birds of prey and as you were saying uh, you watch this movie all yeah in one
2: sitting as well so i watched this all in one sitting tuesday mm-hmm. after the monday i watched suicide squad which somewhat surprised me in how uh, how it was okay uh watching Suicide Squad and then I put on Birds of Prey and it's the same type of aesthetic. These you know the same like the tattoos, the neon, the the jokes, the action, like a lot of it's really similar in tone to me. And mm-hmm. the more I watched it, the more I like you said it earlier, that it's just it annoys me. Like it annoys me to watch these people. Uh, it's not yeah. fun. It's like uh, it just looks bad. And I uh, I really I really can't say how terrible I thought this movie was Ter- terrible, terrible, terrible. Mm-hmm. I really hated it. <laughs> I hated it, Brent. It, it, very rarely whenever we text
1: throughout a given week as we're leading up to. Uh, our Sunday recordings, uh-huh. especially if we have a specific movie or topic that we're going to discuss. Very rarely do we weigh in on our thoughts. We kind of leave that for the show. Yep. However, you did inform Ugh. me earlier this week. You're like, I've fucking hated this. piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, so I couldn't wait. I was like, oh, was it that bad? Because in my recollection, it was not. I was, mm. I just seemed like confused by the whole thing. Yeah. And then as I was going back and rewatching this, and again, we'll we'll say spoilers for Birds of Prey as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also hated this movie. <laughs> this movie is terrible. There is like one redeeming thing that I'll mention here. And uh, I have just one a, as well. Do you? Yeah, okay. Literally one. Yeah. Um, but everything else is annoying. Like all the characters are annoying. I I, I again upon like rewatching this. I don't see what people see in Margot Robbie's performance yeah. as Harley Quinn. I, don't get like, it. I want to like it because I know she's invested in this character. Yeah. I like the character from the animated series back in the day, um, but I don't really like follow the modern comics mm-hmm. or or anything. So I don't really have that. But like generally speaking, I want a good movie. I want a good performance from yeah. an actress, but it's just, I, I don't know. I I, it, I just feel like she's like acting. I don't know if she has like, improvisational skills um akin to like a, a chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. or um uh fucking i almost said wade wilson um oh like ryan reynolds ryan reynolds there we uh-huh. go um but i feel like if she does they should lean into that because mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of the stuff she says is just like as written that's a good and, yeah mm-hmm. and it's kind of feels i don't way. know if it it works better on the page than it does in like verbally yeah but it, I don't know, man.
2: There's a, a disconnect there. Well, I, I'm totally with you on that and not just Harley Quinn. I think a lot of the actresses in this movie feel feel that way to me, too, because uh, to, to quickly go through that. So Margot Robbie back as Harley Quinn, the main mm-hmm. main person in this movie, main character in this movie. Um, I love Margot Robbie and everything but this, basically. So I'm like, that's it's mm-hmm. also too. It's like a it's a choice. We, we talked about the, the, with Jared Leto's Joker as well. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. And I don't like it, and I don't know that I'm on board with her version of Harley Quinn. I guess too. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, also, I fucking love her and mm-hmm. everything. And in this, she yeah. felt so flat to me. Yeah, and I feel like it's true. I think you're right. I think they stuck to the script and it didn't really work on the page. Uh, from from the page to the to the movie, uh, Rosie Perez. Uh, weirdly mm-hmm. about me, she's one of my very favorites. I fucking love Rosie Perez. Yeah. um she's in one of my one of my favorite movies of all time uh it could happen to you with uh, nick cage um from the 90s and she's annoying as fuck in that movie but it's like that's her character and it's awesome and i love her um mm-hmm. she wasn't very good in this to me either and the only one i kind of liked was uh journey smollett who i really like yeah. from um mm-hmm. umbrella academy uh, wait what yeah she's an umbrella academy yeah that's her right
1: i have to go look now and be like that's her right I know she's in Love Ca- uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh, yeah, that's but... what I'm thinking.
2: Doo, doo, doo,
0: doo, doo. Let's let's take this out of the show.
2: Lovecraft Country. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Who's the mm. Chicken uh, Umbrella Academy then? Uh, Brent, what? you know that show. <laughs> You've watched it. No, I have not. I know you haven't. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of her name now. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, to Steven on air, Emmy, Emmy, Raver, lamp, lamp, man. I thought that was her. Oh, okay. They looks similar, look similar,
1: look similar enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but anyway, so yeah, Lovecraft country then. Um, I was like, what I, I didn't know she was in this movie until she showed mm-hmm. up. And then I was like, oh, I like her a lot. And she was the only one because, because I like her from other things that I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I, like, I can kind of dig this. Um, yeah. and then, uh, and then you get into, uh, fucking Ewan McGregor. I mm-hmm. also did not know Ewan McGregor was in this movie until he showed mm-hmm. up on screen. And I was,
1: I was like, I wonder how Steven is going to
2: react. Oh, let's all watch man. as
1: Steven watches. <laughs> you are now to- turning into, tuning into Toilet Cam TV. Steven <laughs> yeah. Fisher. On the pot, uh, watching Black Mask.
2: It's I don't know. Okay, you can maybe tell me what this character is supposed to be. Um but I uh did not like him and (laughs) it felt like again it felt like a a Batman forever type villain sort of thing Uh I felt like he was in a different movie that I thought this was gonna be like he was so over the top and he's fucking Ewan McGregor like he is amazing I love him and I I literally say generally say everything until these movies and I'm like wow this it just fell so off the mark from what I expected Mm -hmm. from anything and Mm -hmm. uh he was not scary I, I i was like why is this the villain his mask looked terrible to me i don't know right. if that's like mm. comics accurate or what it just all like mm. doesn't click right you know yeah. uh so i don't know what that character was supposed to be or why he was the villain of this but it was it just felt like a nameless villain that they got a very big name actor to fill you know mm-hmm. and, and for my <laughs> version of it so uh, I don't think you're too far off. So Black Mask
1: is a character from the Batman comics. He's like a, a mobster type of guy. Uh-huh. Uh, but he has not that crazy of a personality for the most part. Mm. Um, he could be like jovial sometimes, but not like overly so. He's not an over-the-top character, yeah. I guess is the best way to put it. So similar to like every other character in like this wild part of the DCEU, they took the script, they poured some Mountain Dew on, code red on it and then they were like and here's your character mm-hmm. you know we'll put him in leopard prints They're and perfect. all the stuff and then that's all you need Um, I don't understand why with his character who's a character that's established in the comics called the black mask whenever he has the black mask on he he says something where he's like I'm Sionis or whatever which is like his real last name uh-huh. but you think it would just be like I'm the black mask like it's supposed to mean yeah, something. Yeah, a pursuit, You have right? this like, black mask on your face. <laughs> for a reason. You yeah. are yelling through this mask <laughs> on your face. Maybe lead with that. Maybe that is scarier than some crazy like, like Italian last name or whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever. You know, it's like. Quick aside, spug it. Um, to back to it.
2: <laughs> Where? Oh, uh, yeah. Were you going through the rest of the cast yeah, list? There's a few. Uh, uh, I was trying to think of uh his his henchmen too. Chris Messina. Um, very distracting to me because I kept being like, I know this guy from stuff and he looked so fucking awful. He had like bleach blonde, spiky hair. Yeah. And it just, it all looked just like caricatures. It's such a weird thing. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was uh, Mr. Zaz. Is that his name? Or Victor, Victor's ass,
1: something like that. Zazz, yeah, yeah. Um, he's also a Batman villain where, uh, anytime he kills someone, he puts a little hash marks on his body. Uh, um, yeah. so he's just like riddled with all these uh markings. He's the riddler, the number people. he's, he's <laughs> he, he,
2: he, that's the biggest <laughs> riddle of them all. <laughs> when he so it's weird because this movie also it feels like a cartoon but then it's so dark in some ways like Mm -hmm. they uh he cuts off people's like a whole family's faces like all of their faces in front of each other it's really that's really disgusting uh Mm -hmm. and it's a weird tone though during that like ewan mcgregor is just like oh there's a snot bubble and i'm like it doesn't land Mm -hmm. as like a funny joke it's like then you cut her face off like it's pretty fucking dark yeah. And I didn't understand like he looked especially the henchman he looked so zazz or whatever. He looked so silly to mm-hmm. me. But then they would like like a Batman Forever where it's all like kind of like a Batman 66 almost. It's like a it's almost like a jokey like pow, kabang. Mm-hmm. But then they're like cutting faces off and that's such a weird mm-hmm. thing to to meld together and try to make like a cohesive movie from and like a lot of it just felt so off to me um and distracting, you know? To be fair, if it were the, like, 66 Batman TV show and
1: Mr. Zazz was in it, his first name would have been Percival, so it'd be, like, Pizzazz, you know? Oh, yeah, I like that, though. He, like, murders someone, cuts (laughs) their face off, and then throws a handful of confetti in the
2: air. (laughs) That'd be perfect. So that would work. Mm -hmm. This is not. I think so, yeah. It's just weird. Um, Mm -hmm. Ali Wong also shows up briefly in this. I didn't know she was in that. She's, like, um, a DA, I think. Yeah, and she's uh, like Rosie yeah. Perez's ex, um, mm-hmm. so that was interesting. And then— uh, Oh,
1: that, that's something we should uh, mm-hmm. acknowledge. Um, Renee Montoya, played by Rosie Perez, is a uh, a gay character in the comics, okay. and I think this is one of the first um, gay characters in a superhero film or something like that. Oh, yeah?
2: One of the first, like, major out— yeah. right?
1: Maybe not. Maybe Avengers Endgame had a, one of the— co-directors of the movie but
2: it's like a, a name character yeah, I guess. yeah yeah this is like a yeah. big yeah and she's part yeah. of like the i didn't realize too like spoilers obviously till the mm-hmm. end uh that she was gonna be like one of the birds of prey because i have no history with that like name mm-hmm. or that group or whatever and i was like yeah. oh she's actually like one of them that's interesting like i thought she was gonna help out for this uh but then that kind of all takes a turn towards the end mm-hmm. uh, and then ella j bosco was the uh cassandra kane who i read about is also like a comic book or a cartoon character, right?
1: Yeah. So in the comics, she was like one of several Batgirls. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was like, holy shit, she was so fucking awesome. Like when I got into Batgirl, when I was in like, uh, I graduated so i was like maybe 18 or whatever mm. that run in the comics it was this character that was like fully concealed in a costume not unlike spider-man to where you can't see like any like flesh or whatever mm. so you don't know the color of the person underneath then coming to find out it's this like asian girl who's like a teenager or whatever she was raised by um the league of assassins i think is mm. what it was like um so like rachel ghoul's like yeah yeah people or whatever and she was uh or maybe it wasn't them, whatever the case, she was raised as, as an assassin, mm-hmm. uh, and she like grew up uh, killing people, um, being used as a weapon by whomever raised her, whatever the fuck. And she had some issue where I don't know if she had her throat slit or there's like some wound that she had that prevented her from talking, so she was just like a fully silent character. So um, anytime the the comic would tell a story with her, it was other people observing her. Mm-hmm. I don't think there were any like um caption boxes of her thoughts or anything interesting either up to a point, but uh yeah, she was like a really like badass character, so like if if she shows up like even more so than Batman at that point, I think it's like, "Oh shit, someone is getting their fucking ass kicked." Oh, to the nth, nth degree. So they went a but different but way. That is not this. The movie. They went a, They decided to go <laughs> a different way.
2: It was like, "That sounds great." So they after after obviously they threw poured, in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. After they
1: poured <laughs> that Mountain Dew Code Red on her yeah. pages, they threw some, like, kitty litter to, like, oh, absorb nice. it.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, take some of that sting out of there. But Makes she's, sense. like, a pit pocket in this one, right? She's okay. I mean, like... Pit pocket, yeah. Yeah. That, uh, her storyline was kind of interesting to me. Uh, I didn't expect um, prune juice and and laxatives to, <laughs> to play a major role in the plot of this movie. But they did. Burritos, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. burritos, yeah. yeah. Um, she was... Yeah, I like. I like little pickpocket girls and stuff in a movie so like that's mm-hmm. a fun kind of character trip whatever and she she was yeah. good at that I thought but um it felt like they were using that name from the comics and like doing something completely different and yeah. then you know just using it for like name rec- recognizability or whatever and that's fine um yeah but uh yeah it's it's weird when they do that especially with fan favorite characters which I would consider
1: Cassandra Kane to be is now you've set these expectations for fans of that character mm-hmm. to think Okay, well, now she's going to go off to do to become Batgirl or something, like be a larger role in that yeah. or maybe be one of the birds of prey, but that's not the case at all. Yeah. She like goes off with Harley Quinn, but I'm sure that's she's It's like when um the middle sister on Family Matters went up the stairs and never came back down <laughs> <and> again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they just like wrote her out of the cast. Uh-huh. Um I have the feeling the same's going to be done with her. I wonder, yeah. Just because there's no, like, plans, really, with, with these characters going forward well, for whatever reason.
2: And when I was looking at the future projects, they had announced another uh, another actress for Batgirl for, like, a solo movie. So, And they mm. had talked about, like, one of the things I read about this movie, that they had talked about bringing in Batgirl, but they wanted to keep that. Or oh, they talked about bringing in Penguin, but they wanted to keep that uh. for the, the Batman movie that's coming out. Um, so they had like different ideas, but it's like, again, I feel like, I feel like they just don't know what they're doing over at D.C. They just throw things out there and they're like, oh, well, that's going to we're going to have this other project, you know, so we're not going to do that with this Cassandra Kane. But now she's like yeah. under the wing of Harley Quinn, they, like they leave together. and She mm-hmm. has like a at least a heart sticker or drawing on her face. I don't know if it's an actual <laughs> tattoo, but yeah. uh, I, I didn't expect her character arc to end that way. I thought she would just be a part of this movie and then, you know, kind of go away. And then it was mm-hmm. like, oh, she's like now her, you know, like sidekick side or and stuff. Like, I, yeah. OK, like, we'll see if that sticks around, you know, that's interesting that they were going to use the penguin for this. Um,
1: yeah, but I guess like that makes sense because like you don't want to overutilize the penguin, a character like the mm-hmm. penguin, you know, Batman. Sure. You have like three different versions coming out at once. Like, yeah, okay, obviously, 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 that's not going to be a at all. Yeah, but, throw multiples yeah. of those out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But the penguin. Uh huh. Uh, you put some respect on his name, yeah. That's okay? right, that's the fucking thing. Come on, okay. Um, I'll reiterate that this movie was released February 7th of 2020, just uh, before the Crazy. pandemic kicked off, and then people watched it and they were like, God, I don't know if I want to go to the movies for a while. And then reality answered and was like, Okay, yep, got it, yep, done. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog's already in the canon, but like, gotcha. you know, otherwise. Um, and uh, we should note that this is the first R-rated DCEU film and the second R-rated DC film after Joker.
2: So, oh. Yeah, that's why there's so many fuck words in this yeah. movie film. They, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it feels like where Deadpool can pull it off, uh, can pull mm-hmm. that off, um, this just doesn't, it didn't feel right. Like, it felt like mm-hmm. teenagers writing as many cuss words in as they ki- could because they, yeah. they're they allowed to say them it didn't feel yeah. like a natural use of, of cuss words um mm-hmm. and it, again it was just the tone of it was just all over the place to me and i didn't quite understand where they were going uh which is weird because the i was reading about the um writer of this uh christina Hod- hodson she's involved with like a bunch of their oh she's known for bumblebee fuck uh, what? Yeah that's crazy She had a film on the blacklist Which is a, a cool thing Goes around Hollywood With like some of the best Unproduced screenplays Some people um, know the blacklist As Sionis of course <laughs> Yeah right? <laughs> that's mm-hmm. right uh, But yeah she's She's writing for the Flash movie As well She wrote oh, that okay. And she's writing the Batgirl thing So she's like They like her but i'm like mm-hmm. this is the product that she put out so far for them and yeah. i'm like i don't know how much of this is her script and how much of it's changed mm-hmm. or whatever but like we said like a lot of it seems like their lines came directly from the script and not like ad-libbed at all and yeah. a lot of it just falls flat it's weird so i wonder if like especially the flash like that's uh, Andy muschietti who we love from mm-hmm. the, the it. it movies mm-hmm. and um so it, like maybe it'll be better you know i don't know with like people we know we like or whatever but Another another interesting twist. So, yeah, huh. we will see how that plays out. I know it's weird <laughs> that like they're like, oh, she's great. Like, uh-huh. let's do more of this. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> let's, do more of this. Um, let's talk about the fashion
1: in this movie. Okay. Uh, Renee Montoya. Uh, and I mentioned to this to you. I don't know if it was on air or off last week, mm-hmm. but I mentioned watch out for a shirt that rosie perez wears oh yeah <laughs> and i don't remember why and now i picked up on the reasoning why she has the shirt on mm-hmm. it's because she like gets garbage thrown at her in her like uh her detective clothes yeah. Uh she smells like garbage so they give her a t-shirt from evidence or whatever and it's a t-shirt that's oversized does not fit her well that says i shaved my balls for this mm-hmm. and this shirt is on for most of the movie <laughs> and i'm like yeah. Wow, they're really getting some mileage out of this, huh? Like, I liked it. There's the, not a point yeah. where she
2: where she goes home for lunch and changes or whatever? Like, <laughs> that's nothing. that's not in the plot. There's no time no. for that. Uh, no. I liked it initially. It was like a, a chuckle, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Rosie Perez is wearing that funny shirt. And then it's like, oh, this is sticking around. Wow, uh-huh. yeah, they really are trying to milk this for all it's worth, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: yep. a little weird. Milk those balls, you yeah. know? <laughs> um, also, Harley wears a shirt that says, Harley fucking Quinn. Um, mm. I don't know if you caught that or not, uh, yeah, but like she is like a white shirt with um, diagonal text on it, mm. and it's like her own name, and then on like certain parts it says like fucking, so it's like oh uh, yeah, I think Quinn. I remember that yeah. But um, it's like repeating. So yeah. did she like commission that shirt? Like these are the questions I have for these yeah, movies for sure. Like you telling me the Joker is just gonna sit there. And let people all write ha 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 on him. He's just gonna sit there still. I've got tattoos. Mm. You have to sit so still, and you have to be like you know polite mm-hmm. while doing this. He doesn't. But he, no, Stephen. I heard he's damaged. <gasps> so what? I don't know how how still he would sit. Mm-hmm. Maybe they let him like watch cartoons or something. Oh, I don't know. Fun. But are you telling me that like how did this shirt get made? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> It's annoying. Like, they could have had any other thing on a shirt, and it would have been fine, but I don't know. And then uh, yeah. uh, the, the final, like, fashion, like, clothing or accessory thing that I want to mention is something that I actually like, mm-hmm. which is in that final scene where they're in the, like, fun house, like and all the, the mm-hmm. birds are fighting and everything, trying to uh, protect Cassandra. There's a point where uh, uh, Black Canary's hair gets in her face, Her face and Harley Quinn says, Hair tie? And she's like, Sure. She takes it and like puts her hair up in a ponytail as she's like kicking. And Mm -hmm. it was pointed out to me, uh, but I think maybe it was like um, a woman on Twitter had mentioned this is the type of thing that women notice, but guys don't. And you are 100% correct. Like, I would not have. Thought to do that, but it mm-hmm. totally makes sense now that I see it. Oh, I love
0: that part. Yeah. Me, you know,
2: yeah, I thought it was great. I thought that was I, really I funny. really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I would have written a note about that when I rewatched it this morning. Uh, skipping through it, I stopped at that part again because that was good. Because she keeps mm-hmm. on fighting. Because mm-hmm. I think she's she's also she's like my favorite in here. That uh, journey Smollett. she's yeah she's she's like the singer. She has this weird power they briefly use. It was seemed kind of weird mm-hmm. throwaway to me, but uh, her actual fighting and stuff, I was like into her character and stuff and then when that happens yeah. and like the way that uh harley quinn just kind of stops and like do you need a hair tie i was like it's yeah. pretty funny um mm-hmm. my only other note was uh was about harley quinn and i said she is pretty good with a baseball bat i'll give her that they have that scene where she's <laughs> yeah. like trying to uh rescue or escape with cassandra Kane uh from like the mm-hmm. police station and she's like being traced they get through all kinds of stuff and then She's, like, fighting these dudes, and she she does this move where she, like, throws the bat down, and it, like, yeah. falls over and, like, hits the dude in the face and then, like, comes back to her like a boomerang, and, like, it looked pretty cool. That uh, was rad, yeah. Yeah, it, it actually mm-hmm. worked as an effect, I thought, pretty well, um, mm-hmm. and she's she's pretty badass with it, um, mm-hmm. and that was my note. I— I was kind of <laughs> that was your that note? was my one. Uh, note. I was I was kind of hit and miss on the uh, the fight
1: choreography. Sometimes yeah. I really liked it. Sometimes I thought it looked like a little too staged or whatever. But yeah, the yeah. particular um, effect of I don't know how that was pulled off. I it don't. Looked, yeah, I like, can imagine like, it if it cool. was practical, but like maybe parts of it were. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the way it like. Bounced yeah. around the uh, the frame there and, and came back to her. I thought that was pretty pretty
2: cool. It could very, imaginative. Yeah, it could very easily. I I imagine the bat was probably CG in some sort, and they probably mm-hmm. used like some practical, some some CG. But it could have looked really bad. And like there's, I don't know. Like it looked really pretty solid to me, though. Mm-hmm. Um, like the physics of it seemed, if you could do that, it seemed like that's what it would look like. You know, it seems pretty yeah. Im- improbable that it would actually work that way. It would bounce correctly off that dude's skull. Uh, off yeah. the ground and off his skull and back to you and stuff but it looked mm-hmm. pretty cool for that um yeah and and like the fight choreography I agree with you is like back and forth because the when she goes to get her out of the jail cell, cell and there's like all the water coming down and all the criminals get out and they have like a fight in the water um Harley does yeah. a lot of superhero poses and it's almost like slow how they attack her like it seems very choreographed and deliberate and not so like dynamic You know? Yeah. Um, And it really, I was like, I could cut this entire thing out. It's so fucking stupid and just move on. Like, there's so Mm -hmm. many of those fight scenes in a row, that part, that I was like, I just, I don't even need this one. You know, let's just move on. Uh, And there were other Mm -hmm. ones better, I thought, in that sequence. Um, But sometimes they just weren't that exciting.
1: Yeah, I know. It just looked confusing, also annoying. Yeah. Like, the funhouse thing seems like it would have been
2: fun. Yep. It's in the name. Mm. Look, it was just... Guys, what, what are we doing? It went here? totally fake. Like it didn't look like what? a dilapidated old funhouse yeah. park. It looked like they just built this park to look like old and dilapidated, You know, like
1: yeah, yeah. Guys, I know this looks annoying, but we're gonna <laughs> drop Barracuda <laughs> in the background. You're gonna fucking love it, guys. You're gonna love it. It's gonna, it. gonna be dope as hell. <laughs> um, so uh, let's talk about the the voiceover and the out out of sequence storytelling. Mm. Um, I oh, found yeah. it to be annoying. I didn't I didn't think it I thought it worked to the detriment of the mm. movie um, because like for the scene you just saw to make sense let's back up I 30 that. minutes or yeah. whatever you know like it's it like uh, whenever Harley first shows up to the police station she starts like busting on these fools and then it's like I know the thing seems like out of place but if we back up a bit maybe just tell his story in sequence. Yeah. Like it doesn't enhance it at all to tell it out of sequence. And also like you're, why is she fighting these cops all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. I understand that she's like an antihero type of character, but like why it it didn't make sense. It, like yeah. the last time we saw her, she was doing, I think she had like driven her like truck into the jokers or the, the acne plant or whatever mm. the fuck it was. And now she's at the police station. And I don't know, man, like sometimes Uh, I'm cool with stuff happening out of sequence and Mm -hmm. then you flash back to it but then other times like this I'm just like it would have just been better like told linearly you know Yeah. I also feel like with um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as the Huntress if you would have sprinkled her character throughout the movie earlier on like more Mm -hmm. I felt like that would have by the time she's like fully introduced that would have been like beneficial to it like it would have felt different yeah
2: you know it hits different It hits different i guess is what the kids are. Eh, a little bit different. <laughs> well i i totally agree with you about the out of sequence stuff i didn't mind the voiceover really uh that seemed kind of fit with her style or whatever i guess but the out of sequence stuff didn't like y- there's two ways to go about that it either has to be very like plot centric there's a reason you're showing it that way Which this doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to be... There wasn't like, oh, and now this is going to be so cool because there's this reveal. It's just like, you're here and I'm confused and now you're backing up to tell me why I'm not... Like, to not make me confused anymore. There's no Mm -hmm. reason for it, though. So it either has to be, like, there's a reason for it, for the plot, the way you need to tell the story to the audience makes it cooler that way, or it's just, like, a cool thing to do. And this wasn't Mm -hmm. either of those. Like, it was Mm -hmm. just confusing. And I I totally agree. It would have just made more sense to just kind of... Like it wouldn't I don't know why they think it would be bad to to give it linearly. Like that's fine. It would have been fine. Yeah. Like the it wouldn't have detracted from it at all, I don't think, you know.
1: I feel like the Huntress as a character was paid a wild disservice yeah. to this movie because she has the most heartbreaking story mm-hmm. of like anyone. And then like she shows up and like as she's starting to say her like code name or whatever they like cut and then they like tell her story or whatever yeah. and it just I don't know man like she was like a, a big badass in the movie but then I don't know just the way they
2: undercut everything that she was doing mm-hmm. was kind of annoying to me well the, to be honest in the funhouse is that part where they're like they have jokes together like their their camaraderie together was hit or hit and miss to me uh, between mm-hmm. the women. And it was like, there's a part where um, Journey Smollett is like, you have, uh, she has rage issues. And she's like laughing about it. She's like, I do not have rage issues. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is not, like that wasn't funny. (laughs) The way you just played that off was not good.
1: That Uh, and also
2: like, that's the
1: first time we saw uh, Black canary smile at all yeah, in this right. movie. Yeah. Like her personality changed immediately whenever yeah. they get to that funhouse. Like, I don't know if they, like, the fun was like piped <laughs> into that,
2: to the events yeah. of
1: that funhouse, but like, holy shit, it was, it was going off there. Like, they, the characters took a wild turn yeah. in personality, you That's know? That's true. Um, it's By the way, then, felt so yeah, jarring, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, at the end where she has her like canary cry, which is something they have in the comics mm. where she she just hits a, a she just has like a, a booming voice that can like throw people back or yeah. whatever. Um, it's like a percussive blast or whatever. She, there's no like setup for that. We don't know that she can't do that or is like struggling with that mm. power or ability early on that I can remember. Yeah, And it's just like, it kind of comes out of the blue. Yeah. And we, we see her struggling with like something and then she does that and then she passes out. But I felt like there should have been some type of hint as to what was coming for people who may not be familiar with that character, you know, to, to sell it better. There's a a scene early on in the club where she like hits a note and she breaks a glass, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's a one single glass in a club full of glass, you know? And it made no
2: sense. I, I, again, I was just confused. It didn't feel like here's a kernel and we're going to pop this later. And you're Mm -hmm. gonna see like what this means. I was just like, that doesn't why she didn't even hit a high note. Like she it was just like a note and like one glass did. It was like so weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I forgot all about it until the end. And I was like, Oh, okay, she's like she's a power? And -hmm. it's like, all right. And I use it once and that's it. Mm. Yeah. Just weird. It's just weird stuff that like it's a weird it's a they're relying on people knowing these characters, but also like they shouldn't. Because like why would I know like I even like comics and cartoons and stuff, but I don't know any of these things about these people. And like, you really gotta, you have to help us, you know, through Mm -hmm. it a little bit. So. I think there's a lot of
1: it where DC was leaning heavily into comics published, like in the previous, like maybe two, three years or whatever. Mm -hmm. But there was a black Canary series where she was like a a vocalist in a, a band or whatever. And that was kind of the, the general, like, um, the, the the character mm-hmm. was like in that arena yeah. of, you know, performing on a stage and whatnot. So I think they were just like, Oh, people like this version of it. Let's throw it in the movie. Should we yeah. set it up at all?
2: Nah. Nah. Okay. Nah. nah, nah. <laughs> people like it. People like people like it. Yeah. There's just a lot of a lot of they tried I don't know, there's a lot of misses. Somebody that mm-hmm. just didn't didn't make the mark, you know? There's like a couple misters. You gotta be you gotta get there's, that yeah, there's on a on few misters. Yeah. yeah. He's on there. Yeah. He's got a mask. Yeah he's got a mask you know mm-hmm. it because he yeah. wears it sometimes he does yeah. and they say they say it sometimes it's a black occasionally mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh do you like these shrunken heads
1: it's wild
2: <laughs> my dear boy like it's, it's so weird no, no, no. i've really wanted to go back and watch the like starting with the the burton batman 89 like i wanted to move <laughs> forward through that series of movies and like we had mentioned the the val val kilmer documentary coming out and like i was like oh yeah, uh, yeah he was a he was batman too like but mm-hmm. some of those movies, I remember just getting so terrible, that like I never really liked. You know, I never wanted to revisit them or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I did. I, I wonder with some of these in my head, it, that's what's making sense. It's like Jim Carrey's version of the, of the Riddler, and yeah. Tommy Lee Jones' version of Two Face, that they were so. Yeah they're like good actors and stuff, but they were so over the top that it was like this weird nineties thing. And like, I don't know what these are trying to do in this with these movies, but they feel like they're tapping mm-hmm. into that a little bit, but yeah. they're trying to be like darker. They have weird visuals and stuff. It's just all like that. I don't really understand what they're trying to do, I guess. Uh, and it's can you imagine aesthetically
1: weird. Can you imagine in Captain America, the winter soldier? If, um, Fuck. His name <laughs> left my mind immediately. Hey, you know what? This map brewing uh, Midas crush <laughs> right, really working yeah. for me. This IPA is cool. Right I like on, it. It's right good. Give me a kiss. Um, the uh, God. What is the actor's name? the uh, The older guy, older, older white guy, guy, guy who's the villain in Winter Soldier.
2: Now that you're mentioning, hey
1: Russo. Um, mm. Mm. he's like the shield guy that gets revealed to be oh, like uh, Robert Redford. Yes, yeah. Robert Redford. Yeah. We got there. This is what you know what, <laughs> audience? This is exactly why Stephen and I have good chemistry because he remembers the things I can't and vice versa. That's perfect. So Robert Redford, do you think if he was on the set of winter soldier and they were like, I need you to act fucking insane. Right. Do you think he would deal with that shit? Or he'd just be like
2: <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> go hop in his Porsche and go home. You know? I think that's the thing, is like they're going for an insanity in these movies. Mm. But mm-hmm. it's not real insanity. It's like yeah. comic book insanity. But I don't know, it, it just doesn't work And that type of mm-hmm. film. And it, it it's a good I like that you brought up him in that movie because that's such a, a serious movie. And I think a yeah. really an actual, really good movie. Separate from being a superhero yeah. movie, mm-hmm. you know. It's just a good film. And uh yeah, thinking about him being, like, an over-the-top villain in that at all. Like, not even try to be crazy, but just, like, any kind of over-the-top. Like, he is so much more chilling as a calculating villain, you know, simple, just a bad dude. Uh, mm. The opposite of Superman, you know? Some, somebody should say it. Yeah, somebody should say it. Somebody needs to be yeah. brave enough to step up and say it. But these, yeah, uh, yeah they're so over-the-top villains in these movies, um, and it just doesn't quite... It doesn't feel scary... But it doesn't mm-hmm. feel campy enough to be funny. Mm-hmm. They just feel out of place, and it's weird to see like really good actors like you and McGregor go that that hard into it. And uh, mm-hmm. I really wonder what that direction was like on set with him. You know, like they're like dial hey, it DCE, up. DCEU. Why don't you leave over the top to Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a frustrating. Lo- it's it's a tone and a, a strategy I don't understand. And uh, no. I thought that these, I thought Suicide Squad would actually be worse than Birds of Prey. I'd heard really good things about Birds of Prey. It has like a 70 something percent in Rotten Tomatoes. But um, it really wow. was way worse to me because at <laughs> least Birds of Prey, I knew was going to be bad, yeah. I guess, you know? And then this, it was just like, ugh. It was. Oh, Suicide Squad, you knew it was going to be I'm, bad. Sorry, yeah. I knew it was going to yep. be bad. Yep. And, then, and then Birds yep. of Prey, I think I, I had a little bit higher expectations like, oh, it should be better than that, though. And then it was. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually worse than the suicide squad objectively to me. Yeah. Which is not objective at all. It's subjective, but still objectively looking at them, I would say that suicide squad is the better movie Mm -hmm. and they're both bad though. But I, I went into that with different expectations and so it, it still was better. But uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of things are just not great in birds of prey. Uh, A lot of them. I've, I looked at a list. A lot of them are not great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I need that list. Two well, pages. From you got to go to the. <laughs> yep. Single spaced. Yeah. Um, boy, this beer is taking over. Uh, <laughs> we'll probably gonna wrap this up. Quick. Uh, so I, I want to say, um, there is a post credits like piece of dialogue. I don't know if you heard this I, or not. I just read about it, but I, I didn't actually hear that in there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like as the the credits are wrapping up and cutting to the Warner Brothers logo. Mm-hmm uh the old one not the cool uh new white and blue one mm. but it says um it's essentially harley quinn saying oh you guys are still here well let me tell you a secret bruce wayne is b-, and then it like cuts oh
2: so i don't know if we that's already knew supposed that, to be though. some commentary yeah i don't i don't i don't who's know. that for steven i don't know i don't know doesn't even make sense brent why'd I don't you put know. that in there why'd you write that don't shoot the messenger. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty. Yeah, this is How good. about new no, Scott? Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I went there, but, uh, there's that. And there are two bits of this movie. I liked, uh, one mm-hmm. of them you mentioned, which is the animated sequence at the beginning. I don't know that like, I just like the animation itself. I don't even mm. remember what like the story beats were. Yeah. I think it was like kind of telling her story about meeting the Joker and becoming like the character of Harley Quinn or whatever. Yeah. Um, that part was cool I thought the animation was solid however my favorite part of this movie absolute favorite part is Bruce the hyena oh. I thought the CGI looked fucking great it's pretty and damn good it was, it was just so sweet see uh-huh. this little
2: hyena dog let's <laughs> go Just look at people in the face. It's a drill. I want to
1: see a 100 hour documentary about the making of Bruce the Hyena because it really did look good. There are parts of it where, like, even watching this the second time through, I thought maybe the CGI isn't as great as I thought the first time. But no, I think it holds up. I feel like that's where a lot of the budget went. Oh, yeah. Well, the rest of this movie sucks, but this hyena is going to look fucking bigger. So that's what we're (laughs) going to do. We think. Uh, Bruce gets killed at a certain point, but it turns out he was all right, I guess. Mm. He just like ran downstairs to the Chinese food place or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But yeah, best part of the movie for me. Bruce the hyena. Wow. Who would have thought? That's all he Honestly, best part of the DCEU for me is Bruce the hyena. (laughs) Man, who would have thought? Wow. I know, right? Like in the the cartoons, she had two hyenas. I can't remember Mm. what their names were. It was not Bruce, but Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad they brought a hyena into it mm. and then they had the, the beaver wearing a tutu which is from uh, mm. some of the more modern comics or whatever did not care for that I was just like oh that's yeah it was kind of weird throwaway I didn't know it's it. a little Hot Topic-y yeah. for me this whole movie looks like it was made by Hot Topic yep. yeah yep. that's what it, it looked like to me that makes sense that does make which sense which I guess kind of explains the Harley fucking Quinn shirt she got like, a Hot well, Topic she got a Hot yeah. Topic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought she walked Four paces off camera to get that shirt, oh, and man. then immediately back to frame. Yeah,
2: yeah. I wish, I wish this would have been better. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't have a big love of this character or any of those characters in the Birds of Prey. At the end of it, whatever, all of them have like joined together. Like she got her money back through the diamond, like through the the encoding in the diamond of her family's yeah. you know, mm-hmm. stuff, and the the Huntress gets her money back, whatever, and they have their thing. Like it was more of like an okay, like they're a fighting team now like i don't expect to see them early again i don't i don't know what they'll they'll hold in you know in store later on but a lot of it just mm-hmm. wasn't that exciting to me it wasn't like i watched the movie i was so glad for it to be over um mm-hmm. it was so jarring and annoying that I, I was just like i don't care for any of these people now i don't you know i'm not rooting for harley i don't know what i, I don't know what i'm supposed to think about her you know mm-hmm. um so my biggest thing with this is not anything great from this movie. It's just the fact that I want to know what happens with James Gunn's version of this. <laughs> right, and yeah, if looking <laughs> back on these, if that'll help or make it worse, even if, if yeah. he's actually likable and cool in his movie, maybe these will even be like the juxtaposition will be even more jarring. You know, yeah. but I wonder if, it, if there's any way that it could help me be like, oh, that's what they were trying to do this whole time. And like I could see through it and see through the grime and neon and be like, oh, that's actually kind of cool what they did you know but so far yeah. i was just like this is not for me like i don't know if this is made I, for but not me i feel like if the version of harley in the
1: suicide squad is closer to what people expect from like the animated series mm-hmm. the the comics and then like some of the video games or whatever maybe they have a hit on their hands yeah because i i i don't see a correlation between like other than like the name and some of the aesthetics mm-hmm. of Margot Robbie's version in that like character itself. It's, it almost seems like the Wolverine origins version of Deadpool oh. versus like, yeah, you know, the, the, um, R rated uh-huh. Deadpool, let's say, um, which skews closer to uh, closer to the comics.
2: But, um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. To see that same actor playing mm-hmm. the character, but in a wholly different way. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see if that's the kind of the, the similar case. Mm-hmm. Man, so it'll it'll be
1: a nice uh, cap to the Harley Quinn tw- uh, trilogy that we discuss on uh, the next mm-hmm. episode. I'll, I'll try not to drink on that one because I feel <laughs> i was slurring
2: my words at this Those point. Those APIs, man, they sneak up the, on you. it's it's yeah.
1: I love
0: I love the APIs, man. It's so
2: good. It's good. So we are we we think we have a guest locked in. For uh, mm-hmm. the Suicide Squad, and we'll get his opinions on uh, this these movies as well, because I know he has some for mm-hmm. that. Uh, hopefully, yeah. that works out just fine, and uh, that'd be great because it'd be really fun. We, we, we wanted to have him yes. on this episode, but he wasn't available, so we'll get his his thoughts next time. So hopefully, mm-hmm. that sticks and uh, all works out. And we'll have a guest next next episode. Yes, it will
1: be a fun conversation, regardless. Yeah, unless it's not. I thought this no promises. One, yeah,
2: you get what you paid for. I was way more excited to talk to you about this movie than to watch the movies, right? So hopefully that yeah. that played out as well throughout this episode. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I definitely had I a good time. Finally finished. Yeah, I was gonna say I finally finished like watching both of
1: these movies. I believe on Friday night, oh, yeah. as I was like going to bed, I was like, "Yes, finally, the done. world is <laughs> my oyster for the next like day and a half. I can watch whatever the fuck I want." And then like oh, I probably just watched like some YouTube videos of mm-hmm. people like. Drawing or whatever like Oh that sounds great Like actual content uh-huh. You know But um, Man I, I was just so pumped t- To be able to Discuss these two movies With you mm-hmm. uh, Because I'm like These are like Not good right That's like my whole thing With the DCEU movies It's like Hey these These movies also have Superheroes in them Also not great yeah, You have to like Am I correct
2: in believing this <laughs> You need a friend To bounce it off of And be like I yeah. thought this was terrible You thought this uh-huh. Is right, terrible too right Yeah Yeah For sure mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah, yeah. I don't know i I do think we do kind of enjoy bashing a little bit on them, but I think it's because oh, we hate d c yeah yeah, 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 with a fervent passion. Mitch was right, yeah, I think so, mm-hmm. but yeah. we want them to be good. it's just i I do yeah. glee I, in the in the fact that we can bash them for being as bad as they are, yeah. and I'd be curious to get Mitch's opinion. I don't know what he thinks about these movies, like I know he likes Aquaman, but mm-hmm. uh maybe he also hates these I don't know better than Die Hard he said I forgot about that and that makes my heart hurt yeah yeah
1: Yeah. everyone forgets about that (laughs) but when Brent makes a list of action
2: movies that he likes there's blood in the fucking water (laughs) what okay sure man I like that you got bashed so hard for that too because my first one out the gate my number one in that action movie draft was Starship Troopers and everybody was kind of like oh okay but, like, nobody really gave me shit for it. It was just kind of, like, uh-huh. unexpected, and we moved on. I was, I was, like, fast five, and people just, like, pulled... You
1: Audibly, people could hear the pitchforks and torches yeah. coming out, you know? For sure. That's all right.
2: That's all right. You got your opinions? That's fine. Everybody hey, does. Hey, Phil, we'll see where we are in 10 years, yeah. okay? <laughs> Man, well, I yeah. overall had a good time. I'm glad that I finally watched these movies... If anything, because, you know, it was kind of always looming there that I, I mm-hmm. might watch them eventually. So at least the podcast gave me an excuse to get them out of the yeah. way. And now I have to never see them again. So that's great. Mm-hmm. That's how I like to do it. Uh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to us, you know, talk about these movies, bash these movies. I'd love oh. to hear people's opinions on this. If anybody wants to tell us all the info to contact us is in the show notes, like usual. And uh, mm-hmm. if you'd like to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app, um, Five stars is appreciated, but if you like to bash us too, I mean, I can't, I can't say that I, you know, if we do that to someone else, I can't say that someone can't do that to us. So feel no, free. No, just five stars though. Just five, five stars. stars. Five stars though. You can mm-hmm. bash us in the comments, yeah. but five stars. How about that?
1: Yeah. How about this? Negative
2: written review, five stars. I love it. That's the best way to get our attention. That's actually true because we would probably ignore it otherwise. Yeah. No, I'd probably read it. If I had a one star review, I'd read it every day and be like, why am I so stupid? This person mm-hmm. is obviously right. This random internet person is totally right. Mm-hmm. I'm a terrible person. And f- the gall of them to
1: leave the review under the username Stephen Fisher's dad. That yeah. is bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Disheartening <laughs> is what that is. That's what his review said, yeah. Uh-huh, Disheartening
2: yeah. and bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I I'm looking forward to next week. We'll uh, we'll be reviewing this, the suicide squad, James Gunn's the suicide squad. And that sounds a lot more fun. So as much of a
1: chore as it was to watch these movies over this past week, I thought it would damper my spirits to watch this new Mm. one. The movie of which trailers have come out. I've not seen any of them. I've seen some like stills and I know like some Mm -hmm. of the characters that are in the movie or whatever. I know who one of the like villains is. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's multiple or whatever, but which is insane. We'll talk about that. But, um, I'm still looking forward to this movie. Like, yeah. I I want this concept to be a hit because, again, I like the idea of using villains to pull off like deeds under penalty of death. You know, like <laughs> it's a cool concept. Not? Yeah, it is a cool concept. So We're I think with, yeah. if they can make it work, it can work. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I I generally speaking, I, I I'm looking forward to it. Again, like you said, I'll reiterate. Because that's a word I can remember right now. Mm-hmm. My brain is swimming that was good. in a sea of beer. <laughs> but
2: um, I like James Gunn. <laughs> I think that's the perfect note to end on, Brett. That was perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, join us next week for that. Sounds like a lot better time. And uh, <laughs> until next time, I'm Steven. I'm, dr- I'm, <clears throat> I'm Brett. And let's talk later. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs>
1: let me ask you this so we're here at two hours 44 ish minutes total yep. recording you're gonna turn this down to like 45 minutes
2: or whatever right absolutely there's a lot right. of shat seems- sh- <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing i was trying to do shit and trash and i keep up with shat which is also shat, a word so yeah. that's fun uh-huh. there's a lot of shat yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah 45 minutes maybe 30 minutes hopefully mm-hmm for sure I, rem- I remember when we first started doing the podcast
1: i would go through and edit out oh, all yeah. the ums and uhs and like try to cut down some of the silence between bowls that i would have and i don't give two fucks at this point you know it was way it's way too much work yeah
2: we look, did that for hours remember that we would do it for hours, hours, hours imagine how long I- our episodes are we would listen to them multiple times. Oh my god! To edit them down,
1: S- segments. Just I would go back yeah. just to be like, "Does this sound? <laughs> does this sound like believable? <laughs> like this is?" Because sometimes like the our our uh, audio tracks like slide like the uh-huh. audio drift thing, you know. Um, but now it's just like I'll check it like maybe a couple of times throughout and be like, "Yeah." Mm- my left to Stevens thing sounds like it happened at the right time. That works for me. Yep. Moving on toward the end of the track, let's go ahead and move this yep. front Good to the to back, and then you know, add some some uh, music and whatnot, and add a beep, and then a uh, yep. Robo Eltass, and uh, call it a fucking day.
2: Yeah, for sure, man. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. The,
1: the last time I did like a super meticulous edit was when we had Mitch on, mm. because there were parts where. I remember like as we were recording Skype was being real jittery and I was like oh god the, because the episode we recorded with Mitch on the terror table was mm. so good yeah it was so good fucking blast quality oh my god I wanted to like <laughs> at least get like half that you know to where yeah. like er, the the audio wasn't like way out of sync or whatever but that was the
2: last time and I mean that I mean, going forward I'll never
1: <laughs> yeah why would get... you
2: i, yeah. I mean, right now i wrote a few notes down on some mm-hmm. things i knew i needed to go back to and other than mm-hmm. that i'm gonna let it be yeah
1: it's like the beatles said you know yeah Yep. okay mm.
2: yep. Yep. <laughs> <Fuck it. laughs>
1: i guess they did yeah mm-hmm. that's yep. true this that is true and yeah. then they all started dying
2: you know so as far as i understand
1: yeah know yep. that's what happens yeah you know so another eight
2: minutes of this, or yeah, I think so. I mean, like okay. this is gold, obviously. Let's work it out. Record. <laughs> so I'm coming in hot
1: today, <laughs> Stephen. I don't know if uh, you you recall, uh-huh. but uh, my wife and I we uh, are fans and viewers of the show Big Brother on CBS. Oh yeah, uh-huh. the current season is airing. Uh, I bring this up because we. We, as in the Brents of the world, recently sure. had a participant on Big Brother oh. whose name is Brent and mm-hmm. um, just a colossal tool bag, just the biggest possible fucking douchebag that anyone has ever seen. Mm. Um, he's a flight attendant, um, which is neither here nor there. I was about However, to be like boo or, or are no, we cool with that? I think yeah. flight attendants <laughs> are pretty cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> the reason I bring that up is because like a lot of his like stuff that he says in the confessional it's like with him moving his arms and in relation to being a flight attendant and it's like okay oh, we, i understand your job there's also a lawyer on the show but he's not constantly <laughs> referencing being a lawyer you know yeah. but like this this is his like identity you know um but he's also just like mm. s- super full of himself this uh this brent guy and uh, mm. sounds it sounds familiar I, yeah and uh steven i please shut up i'm fucking talking <laughs> I have the floor. Uh, hey, okay. Stephen, if you will see yourself to the exit, which <laughs> is at the back of the podcast, <laughs> I would appreciate it. Anyway, so so there was a where um, a- a- as the show progresses, they vote people off. It's not unlike Survivor in that way. Mm-hmm. So I think we are like three evictions in, and he is the I believe the third person evicted off the show, and. Okay in a way I'm glad because anytime especially this past week people would talk about him people would say verbally and then like because people are whispering they'll put that on the screen as well they're like mm we got to get Brent out of this house. Brent is just <laughs> pissing me off. He's so annoying. God, I hate Brent. We need to get rid of Brent. And it's just like constantly. And I'm like, I this know. This is on the show or your this wife This is on the show and also in my house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people yeah. in my my circle. I'm like, I know this is this this is too familiar to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I show up to the family reunion. People are like, okay,
2: we got to get Brent out of here. Your grandma's like, You got to get him out of here
1: he's drunk on potato salad again
2: but it's just to her credit she puts beer in the potato salad so i'd be like what are you supposed to do not get drunk on the potato salad i mean
1: yeah i know she like opens up the container from the grocery store Mm -hmm. then i hear and then like pours it directly in there it's an it's an odd way to make and serve potato salad but like i'll just be honest papa like anyway Mm -hmm. so it's it's uh, It's, it's been a, a weird experience to hear all these people talk shit about, quote, mm-hmm. unquote, Brent. And now he's gone. And, you know, there's a part of me that was, like, partially rooting for him at the beginning because I was like, oh, we share a similar name. That's it. We don't, there's not a lot of Brents out there in, like, the media, right? Gotcha. So I'm like, okay, maybe I can root for him. And then, like, when they introduce him on the very first episode, <laughs> he just... I'll just be honest but He looks like a douchebag mm-hmm. like, But maybe he's not And then he like Starts talking And I'm like Oh yeah he's oh, He is He is truly the worst of us But now I'm like This is gonna set back The Brent cause By decades mm-hmm. At this point We're not gonna have another Brent on Big Brother For 20-30 years Probably You know So Yeah it, It's It's, it's concerning. gonna keep going? Like 20-30 years? Oh yeah They keep making money off this Yeah Are you kidding there's me? There's no stopping No mm-hmm. No so, yeah, unfortunately they they had to snuff the torch of a of a hmm. Brent on this. They um, still do the torches on Big Brother, like, they, like Survivor. They, they brought it in for this one. They were just like, "We got, we really have to send a message." <laughs> You're actually kicked off both shows, yeah, <laughs> yeah. just preemptively. I yeah. know you think there's some cross pollination. <laughs> yeah, You're not going not. over there either, you know. I looked at uh, the, the amazing name? race. They they actually like brought out like a series of car tires, and they just knifed every <laughs> single one of them. Just like, don't even try oh, to like wow. travel anywhere. And then they actually took his uh, his his American Airlines badge, cut the wings <gasps> off of it. So he's, he can no longer fly. Wow. Yeah. He's just
2: going to have to hitchhike home, I guess. So man, well, they really got to him where it hurts like that. You know, Mm -hmm. I like that. They really stick it to people and their jobs. Um, Mm -hmm. because if there's anything that we've learned for the last few years, I think it's that, uh, reality TV can, and maybe should for some people ruin your life, Mm -hmm. you know? And I hope that, uh, not that I hope I wish bad things on him, but if you're a douchebag, you're a douchebag Yeah, and you got to get snuffed out. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the, the funny thing is that, like,
1: this season on Big Brother, they started out, there were, uh, hmm, math, uh, 16 people. <laughs> and they had people wow, split up into four teams of four. Mm-hmm. And so, which is unusual. Usually it's just, like, people uh, just play individually, and they come mm-hmm. up with their own alliances. But they're placed in them immediately this time. Uh-oh. His entire alliance of three people that should have had his back because if he gets safety, everyone in his team gets mm. safety, every single one of them were against him and the entire house <laughs> voted against him. However, leading up through his eviction, he thought that he had the numbers in his favor so oh. much so that when he got the ability to like, uh, they play for something called a veto where mm-hmm. if you're like on the, the, the chopping block essentially to go home, you can like get safety for it and they have to put somebody up and replacement. Gotcha. He felt comfortable enough to where he was like, yeah, don't even use that on me because we've got the numbers in my favor. <laughs> so, and he, oh, he was talking about like the whole time. He's like, this is going to be the biggest like flip in big brother history. He was really hyping this up <laughs> for himself. And then he That's unanimously got voted out <laughs> and just like the look on his face where they said 11 to one or 11 to zero voted in your favor to, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He was like, oh, oh. Like, the look of dejection yeah. on his face. Dawning on his face, yeah. Yeah.
0: hmm Man.
1: So, that was fun, but, yeah, yeah. Uh We, uh, the Brents took a... We, we took a hit, um, but we'll always have Brent Spiner,
2: a.k.a. Data, Oof, out there barely. repping hard, you know. You'd think that he actually is so good, he kind of brings up the whole Brent level, you know? One would think, one Mm. would
1: certainly think. Um but I don't know. It's I I think a lot of people may not be familiar with his work, his uh his jazz albums
2: as as data. Oh you know Wow, yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. Yeah. Well and he was uh he was in Independence Days, the scientist. That's true, yeah. Mm -hmm. Really me (laughs) That's when he was trying to poop. <laughs> Do you remember that scene? Yeah, might have been an deleted scene. I'm really into those special features. I mean, like when you're on these big screen like productions, uh-huh. you just want
1: to record all the time because you never yeah. know what might work <laughs> in the movie.
2: <laughs> what if that's what, like the director was was at the stall next to to Brent Spiner, and mm-hmm. Brent Spiner just does that when he poops. He's like, he's just always like, release
1: me. <laughs> I said that so hard I had to cough.
2: <laughs> it really hurt me.
1: I don't, I don't know why, but Skype has chosen to freeze your image. Like, I can still hear you just fine. But the look of disdain on your face. It's pretty As we've been talking about this data poop, data poop, I should say, um, is hilarious to me. Uh, but uh, also, you're the one who brought yeah. it up. Um, let me see if I can send you a picture of what i'm staring at as oh it recognizes your face um this is what i'm seeing whenever we've been discussing this and it is somewhat
2: jarring you know i can actually see it can you hear me still i can yeah all right i can see it on my screen as well and uh it's how i want to be viewed my (laughs) hand is kind of there you know being like (laughs) and my face is to the side like Really? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So it's not just me then. Oh yeah, I like it. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna keep that. Man, I really did. I went so whisper heavy back in my throat that it's like hard to talk now. (laughs) I gotta cough it out. You haven't seen me, but I've been muting my microphone and just hacking up coughing right now.
1: It's really, it's (laughs) really gotten me unvclipped. The aggressive whispering is something that's really going to stand in your way when you get in your
2: like passionate ASMR career that's true that's mm-hmm. true it really um aggressive poop whispering is <laughs> is my downfall you might say
1: some might say aggressive poop whispering is also an incredible sync
2: word oh some might say that interesting maybe we should use it uh i don't know i don't know though yeah okay As we'll go with a little it. long yeah i'm Much into like it
1: the uh the poop from brent spiner you know yeah. he's out there <clears> releasing <throat> him <laughs> I, I was about to do it again. I was like, I'm going to throw myself in another yeah. coughing spill. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
1: right. So to sync, we'll mm-hmm. do aggressive poop whisper. Right. That's is that what we said? Yeah, it's you said. OK,
2: well, we're doing it now. We're doing it. Oh, <laughs> shit. OK, uh, we didn't. We haven't even synced. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Did you want to resync sync the video or you just want to look at me like that from the whole time? <laughs> you know what? This is a little bit.
1: Jar -jar Mm jarring. So I imagine. uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If we can, if we can call back, should we? Yeah. So we'll just stop it here then? I'm going to keep recording. Keep recording? Okay. Yeah. And then I'll call you back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll stop this then. Sweet. All right. All right. We are still going. We're now going to attempt to call Mr. Stephen Fisher back. I'm going to hit the video call button and it will ring to him. And we're back. Oh, all right. I guess. Hello, Steven. Can you hear me? Brent Spiner,
2: is that you? Release me! (laughs) Uh, I think that you and I should enact that in our lives and see what our wives say about it. (laughs) If they heard us in the bathroom just being like over and over again, Release me! (laughs) Are you okay, this?
1: If we could just put like a little motor on the bathroom door, I don't know about you, but I'm mm-hmm. not down with like going to the bathroom with the door open, mm, like okay. around my my spouse. I guess so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, so not, for, not
2: for pooping. I don't mind peeing, honestly. But uh, oh, pooping. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But pooping, Interesting. yeah, that's a private matter, mm-hmm. which is why we talk about it constantly on this show. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's okay if we talk about it. Yeah. But you know what? People don't want, people I just to, don't want I to see it. We wouldn't yeah. live stream us pooping for this for our audience of one or two.
1: Yeah. You know? I mean, like, okay. Do I visit the dark web often for <laughs> live video of people shitting? Yes. Yeah.
2: Obviously. It's your favorite pastime?
1: When they call it the dark web, I'm like, yeah. I want to see some shit. Literally. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying?
2: Um, You're like, I but, want a kidney and I want to see mm-hmm. some shit. Mm hmm. Yeah, you get, pop like, the
1: tab on that kidney. Oh, and man, man. It's your
2: favorite.
1: <laughs> you don't like to waste. <laughs> food. I don't like to waste food. I want to reutilize <laughs> it as often as I can. You know, oh, man. <clears throat> so, um, yes, I called you back. I don't know how in sync everything
2: is. Bye bye bye. But are, oh, you're still yeah. recording, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, I'm I'm editing this one, so fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Okay, I'll all take right. that hit. Uh huh. I'll make okay. it work. Yeah. Well, but
1: <laughs> I, thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah, you know. Hopefully, everything works out. Mm-hmm. I I also continue to record, so we'll we'll see how this Excellent. goes. It should be. Um, yeah, it should be fine. I mean, it's,
2: it's guys, it's, it's fine. fucking fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. All so, right. So um, aggressive poop. Aggressive whispering yes yes aggressive
1: poop whispering
2: yeah it was already a great sync word that was going to be super Mm -hmm. easy for me to sync together so a p w oh
1: Mm. no matter who wins we lose (laughs) yeah damn straight (laughs) all All right right. aggressive poop whispering to sync on three one two three aggressive Aggressive poop whispering whispering.
2: we did it that was really fun wow yeah
1: i like that we both went we had the same mindset, mm-hmm. you know.
2: I feel like if we, if we were to be more open about our pooping habits, mm-hmm. and we were good enough friends to call each other while we're pooping, mm-hmm. and we happen to both be on the toilet, mm-hmm. and we could say that together, it would mm-hmm. maybe help things along.
1: Oh, that's a. You know what? Mm-hmm. I think there's a niche market mm. for ASMR specifically to to (laughs) To help you make a boom boom. You know what I'm saying? Like every once in a while you're like, "Mm." oh, I've had too much dairy. This isn't, there's no, no moving at at all. There's just, oh, somebody put a penny on the tracks, I guess. I don't, know. (laughs) this train is not moving. So like there are times where you're just like,
0: hey bud, uh, you
1: you can do it. You can uh, (laughs) You really, like, push. Just practice your lamas like we talked about mm-hmm. in the last episode. And here I'm just going to play a little bit of music to, uh, it right ride on out of you
0: <laughs> Much like a car coming out of a basket. Just visualize that turd just snaking
1: its way out your booty hole. you're just gonna much like uh, an airline you're much like uh uh uh. I lost the third of what I was talking about uh uh fucking the guy who who landed the plane in the the Hudson Sully? Sully much like Sully you're just gonna crash that turd (laughs) directly into the water (laughs)
2: Uh, it mm-hmm. works with the flight attendant theme. I really yeah, like that. Yeah. Right. That's really yeah. great. Look. Uh, maybe a you bit should of a be callback. the Brent flight attendant. You know what? This mm-hmm. is true. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: I My name is Brent. Mm-hmm. I am Indian, so that flute music was not offensive.
2: <laughs> you can't say it was.
1: <laughs> you can't say it was. <laughs> <laughs> and three, we talk <clears> about poop a lot, like you said, on the show. So ah, that's great. it's all right there. Pieces really are that. falling into place. Mm. So pieces are
2: falling into the turlet that's right mm, plop, hopefully. plop yep fizz Splash. fish what's yep. up with your poop <laughs> 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 all right this is going great yeah it's, going it's great. so far so great
0: l-p-a-m